Solid State Radio. SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. We're back. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. There's been a lot of neat things. Yeah. Um, quickly recap, just so everybody is aware, okay? Just so nobody's like, well, we haven't seen you guys on in forever. Like, yeah. We freaking know, all yes. right? Here we go. Ready? Because it's all my fault. <laughs> Here's the best part. This like, time around, yeah. This one is all my fault. So everybody just bear with me on this one, okay? So the first week, like what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, I sent go to text. I'm like, dude, I can't. Yeah. Like, I am sicker than a dog. I am in a bad place. And it was coming down to, I was getting, um, like, I had tooth pain. Well, at the time, I thought it was tooth pain anyway, um, because like I would sit there. Hang on, sorry, I'm trying no, to do good, three things good. at once no, here, I know, I know. and it never works out the way we want to. And tell a story and all that stuff. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, um, do 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 do. Almost there. This Almost is why there. I can't sit in that seat because like while you struggling to do three things at once, I struggle to do one thing at once. <laughs> so like. We're we're almost there. We're almost there. Ah, almost. All right. All right. Right around uh, the finish uh, line. Uh, <laughs> Boom. Oh no! Hit that one. There we go. Hey. Okay. Okie dokie. Am I on the right one? No. I need to look at solid state. I found if I don't watch the stream on solid state, mm-hmm. I can't see the people that chat on there. Okay. I can only see them. There we go. Okay, now we're Perfect. good. Perfect. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, two weeks ago, give him a call. I'm like, dude, I am sicker than crap. I'm having mouth pain like crazy. Um, talking is aggravating it, yeah. and I can't do three hours of a show when, like, every hour I was doing mouthwash. Yeah. Like Listerine just to numb the nerves in my mouth because it was killing me. It was waking me up in the middle of the night. It was awful. And so he's like, dude, yeah, no, get better. And I was like, yeah, that's my plan. So I'm not doing it. And he's like, yeah, no, I I wouldn't do it either. I was like, all right, cool. And so I do that. And then last weekend, um, so I, I... I'm a good boy ish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I suffer through it for a week on my own sure. because I figure that's it, maybe it'll go away. Yeah. Maybe it is whatever. Yeah. Don't want to overreact. Exactly. No big deal. And so the next week, my wife's like, Dude, you need to go somewhere. Like, got to go to the hospital or something, doctor's office, something. Yes. And I was like, no, nah, it's going to pass. I'll be fine. <laughs> and this and that. And mind you, I had my adenoids taken out as a kid. I don't sure. have them anymore because I used to get ear infections like every other week sure as a little person yeah, yeah i get you okay i've never had one as an adult uh-huh i don't know what these are like right like i don't know the symptoms i don't know what it feels like sure. i know nothing okay and so i'm sitting there and i'm like god everything just hurts and i couldn't figure out what was going on and then my wife's like just press like right here and so i did i was like whoa like that sucked and she <laughs> goes yeah you have an ear infection 
I'm like, uh, that makes total sense. Sure. Because, you know, the swelling and everything, yeah, putting yeah, pressure yeah. on the nerves in the jaw. It, it's it. all connected. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, finally, an answer. Because I had no idea what was going on. Sure. So I get on a teledoc, right? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, this is what's going on, and I'm talking with him and this and that. And so he orders me a Z-Pack and eardrops. Yeah. And he's like, antibiotics and some eardrops, some antibiotic eardrops, you'll be good. I'm like, sweet. Awesome. So I start taking those for the week because it's a week long, like five days. Is, a Z-Pack lasts you five days. Yes. I get to the end of the five days on Friday, and I'm still just hurting. Right. Like, driving and like for work and then i'm pulling off on the side of the road and just sitting there for a minute because i can't even drive it the pain is unbelievable mm -hmm. i'm like i can't take this like there's something wrong and i don't know what it is and so i get home on friday last week and my wife's like we're going to urgent care and yeah. i was like yeah that's fine. No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah let's do that. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. game because it's been a week of antibiotics, and usually you have to convince people to f keep taking them. Sure. Like, you feel better halfway yeah, through. Yeah, and you're like, no, I don't no, need the rest of these. I wasn't even feeling any better. Yeah. Like, it was doing nothing. And the eardrops, if anything, just made everything hurt more. And I was like, this is awful. So I go to an urgent care. And I'm talking with the lady, and she's like, okay. And she takes, like, the little light that goes in your ear, you know? And she just goes, boop, on one side, and then walks over, boop, on the other side. And she goes, okay, this is what you're getting. I was like, what? And she goes, you have inner and outer ear infections on both sides. And you have a sinus infection. Mm -hmm. Like, basically, everything here was inflamed. Yes, yeah, you know, pain. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's wonderful that sounds great right and so she goes here's the medications sure. you're gonna you know go to the uh pharmacy grab everything you yeah, need. Yeah. and i'm like okay cool so i go to the pharmacy get all that stuff all right and like the z-pack you take one pill a day yes like the first day you take two and then every yeah, other day you take one, one. Yeah. i'm on an antibiotic that i take every eight hours for 10 days yep like beat this s down kind of thing yeah, yeah. and so i'm on that that's made everything a thousand times better. Like, um, I've got, I mean, once again, I feel better, yes. but I still have more pills left. So guess who's still taking all of his oh, meds yeah, no. because that's what I'm supposed what to do. do. Right. And so I'm still doing all that. But, um, you know, that weekend, because I went to the urgent care on Friday yes. of the second week and then I texted you. I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am still not okay. And, you know, I'd send it to you and I send it to Sean and I'm just like, dude, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to sit but through you this said it. You said it to me, and I'm like, no, I don't think being on a headset for three hours oh. is good for that. I think you should – we're not doing this. Yeah, it would have been brutal. Yeah, because, like, you were on the fence the second week I, where I, you were like – I felt like it was starting to fade just a tad bit. <laughs> You're like, I think maybe, and I, like, looked at what you sent me, and I'm like, nah, that's a real bad idea. Right. <laughs> well, mind you, like, I hadn't taken a single day off from work for any of this. Sure, yeah. Like, it was like, no, I can figure it out, you know. I, you get I, paid to work. Dude, I invested in Listerine for two weeks. Let's put it that yeah. way. Like, I couldn't get enough of that crap. You got shares in it now. Oh, man. And so I'm doing that. And then, like, the Monday after I text you, okay, yeah. the Monday after I had gone to the urgent care and stuff, I'm sitting there. My wife is in town getting groceries or whatever. Sure, yeah, I'm at home you. with the kids because I got to work on a Saturday, and so I get Monday off and all this other crap. And I'm sitting there on the couch, and we're watching TV or a movie or something, and all of a sudden just I feel a crack. Oof. I'm like, I'm not eating anything. 
Yeah. Like, I just feel a crack. Oh, that's weird. I'm like, what the F was that? Like, I'm thinking pressure relief, like, you know, cartilage cracked or something. Sure, yeah. Like, I'm thinking any of that, but I'm like, crack. What? That felt funny. What the F? And so I get up, I go in the bathroom, I look in there, and I cracked an effing molar. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I am so done with this S. Like, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. This is too much. And um, anybody that knows me as well, like, I don't have many fears in this world. Sure. Like, I can deal with just about anything that comes my way. It's not a big deal. Absolutely. Bats. Here's my man card. I'm get, done. Get out that tennis I, racket. I, I, yeah, I'm done. I can't be in a house with a bat flying in the house. I'm not okay with it. It's like, I will leave. That's so weird. Man. I know. Out of all the critters in the world that I'm fine with. Because you do spiders, right? Oh, yeah. No problem. Yeah, no, I can do bats, but I can't do spiders. Yeah. Spiders, snakes, salamanders, don't care. All that's fine. Four-legged animals, no big deal whatsoever. A bat, F that, I'm out can't do it like we had one get loose in the house at you some point watch dracula too much as a child no i just they're they're not made to fly yeah they, they got wings D- don't care <laughs> so does an ostrich well, that's true okay stupid they're a dumb it's like a platypus that makes no sense it doesn't compute okay my wife's fine with them so she takes care of them which is great yeah because I take care of everything else and we're fine, critter wise. It's like that. That's okay, but bats. Nope. Sign me out. Don't okay. care. I will pay thousands of dollars for someone else to do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Number two, Dennis. It's a short list. Really? Oh, one hundred percent. Why? Why the dentist? I don't like people with metal things pushing on my teeth. Like. I get it. It's not comfortable and it's no. a pain in the butt. Like I, I, that's I don't like going to the dentist either, no. just because it's a pain. But like, to the extent, so we're aware, and I'm being completely transparent here because number one, I'm I'm admitting fear. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, to be completely transparent, I have not been to the dentist in probably 16 years. Okay. Okay. I don't like them. I get that. I'm an adult. No one can force me to go. That's fair. And so I don't go. That's true. Okay? I broke that streak this week. (laughs) I went to the dentist because at some point you have to just admit that you're an idiot. Yes. And you're irresponsible. Uh Uh-huh. And you have to pay the Pied Piper. Yep. Okay? I am currently paying the Pied Piper. Oh, I'm sure you are. Oh, boy. Okay? So... If you don't know what it is, I didn't know what it was. I had never even heard of it. Periodontal disease. Apparently, this is a thing uh, that I have now <laughs> because I'm an idiot that didn't take care of my teeth and didn't go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Okay. You not brushing? No. I hate teeth things. Do I don't. You? I don't get it. You don't brush your teeth? I didn't. I do now. I know. I'm a terrible person. Wait, 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 wait. Are your teeth not like yellowish or like no. anything grody? How did you not have like yellow teeth without brushing your teeth? Because I'm a freak of nature, goat. Because that's ridiculous. Yeah, isn't no, it? that is yeah, ridiculous. I know. I don't get it either. Okay. Because I, 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 <laughs> I'm I, meticulous about my teeth, right? Right. Okay. Not to mention that I smoked for a long time. Right. No, and that's the other part that right. I'm getting at. Because like, nope. 
you know, with the with the douche foot or whatever, right? Right, like, like it should that. tear everything up. So, like, if I go a day without brushing my teeth and I look in the mirror the next day, I look at it and go, ooh. That's disgusting, yeah, right? Yeah, it grosses me out. Never had that problem. You know, and that doesn't really happen because I'm meticulous about my teeth. Mm -hmm. Brush, you know, multiple times a day. Right. I, it drives me nuts because, like, I can tell people don't brush their teeth. And you could never tell with me. No. No. No, because I look at people's don't brush their teeth, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, like, go brush your teeth, bro. Like, bro. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, um. But, dude, that's screwed up, man. I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. But uh, that's, you mess with your own teeth. I do. But, but, but you didn't brush your own teeth. No. But it's, your, but it's putting stuff in your own teeth. That's not a dentist messing with it. That's you. I know. I don't understand it. I don't have logic to this, okay? Okay. I, I, I will admit wholeheartedly that I make absolutely no sense. And I Man, will admit you ate that a I, lot of sugary treats. I know. Okay? <laughs> but, so here's the thing. Um, so... I, I've I have um, come to realize the terrible ways that I had been living. Oh, good. Okay, which is a useful thing. Um, it's also going to cost me a lot of money. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I went to a dentist that they're fantastic. They're wonderful people. Um, you know, very upfront with them that I was like, I don't like you people. Um, and they were a little hesitant at first because I was like, I really don't like you. Like, if you do things I don't like, I'm going to get up and walk out. Like, I'm at that point. Um, they were super friendly, super nice. I didn't get up and walk out. Did they was, give you the gas? Not yet. That's coming. Yeah, exactly. If, if someone told me that, I'd be like... We're going to gas this guy. Yeah. Um, so apparently with the periodontal disease, all mm -hmm. right, apparently what it is is that enough plaque is built up underneath the gums that is pushing the gums off the teeth. Yeah. Okay. And they don't want to reseal back yeah. up. And so what they have to do is basically clean all that stuff out and then laser the inside of your gums to get them to stick back together and heal back up. Sounds excruciatingly painful. It doesn't sound fun. No. So uh, your boy's going to be getting injected with all sorts of numbing stuff and give me the gas. Like They're probably going to put you under. No. No? No, they will not put me out for it. Um, if I do, th this is the kind of dentist, though, that if I go see my primary care and just say I have to get this stuff done, he'll give me a sedative. Okay. So then I can have the sedative, the numbing, and the NOS. <laughs> It's like, okay. yep, you're going to need it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, either way, I'm going to get it all taken care of, and it's fine. Uh, when it comes down to it, the cracked molar as well, I either have to have a root canal or I have to have the tooth extracted. Um, that's going to get worked out. I don't know which way I'm going to go yet. Yeah. I, I just haven't decided. Um, I think I want to try to keep my tooth if I can because, sure. you know, it's mine, yeah. and I'd like to have it. My teeth are nice. Yeah, it's useful to have them. A little bit. You know? Um, Unless you can get a gold one put in. That'd be pretty wicked, wouldn't it? It would be cool. That would be pretty would be cool. cool. I might ask. I tried convincing my mom because I got like I got the one tooth that kind of like sticks out a little weirdly. Yeah. Uh, just because it's... Just the way it is. Close. Yeah, yeah. it is what it is. And like for years, you know, that my mom works in the dental Right, <laughs> she's a she's a hygienist, isn't she? Uh, assistant, I believe. Okay, but regardless, same difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the she would she would get on to that or whatever, and she'd be upset about it or whatever, and I I'd be like. So here's my plan, right? <laughs> because like we're not doing braces at this point. We're far. Yeah, too, you're yeah. like it's. You can do the Invisalign. 
I don't know if that would help or not. I don't know. So, but regardless, like I'm mean, like we're not we're not doing that clearly at this point. But right. here's my thing: we could just get rid of it. We could just knock that tooth out and right. put a gold one in. Because I would be so for that. Like I I would love to have the one gold tooth. That'd like, be pretty cool. I think it'd be wicked, man. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Brittany says as well. Um, she goes, I love the dentist. Weird. <laughs> You're an awkward duck. Um, I'll take care of your bat problem as well. Huh? They're adorable. Um, disagree. They're gross. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, she said, also, I'm going to get all my teeth ripped out and get snap-ons. I'm with you. Snap-on, snap-off. It's the, a snapper. Right. Like I'm kind of okay with that idea, to be honest with you. I know. I'm kind of okay. If you put me, like, if they said, hey, we're going to put you under, we're going to rip all your teeth out, put studs in, and then you'll just have, like, click-ins. Like dentures? Yeah. I'm game. Nah. I know. It's no, crazy, bro, right? No. <laughs> I, I would be perfectly fine with it. No, my dude. I can't. No. <laughs> um, and then Kathy says, I've had that done lots of times. Um, I'm guessing like a root canal or something like that. Uh, the worst part is the shower you get and the taste. I don't know what that means. Not positive. I don't know. Taste, I can deal with. Even things that taste nasty, it is what it is. You just get over it. Yeah, you just, I mean, like, ew, that's gross. Yeah. I don't want to taste that anymore. It happens. That's how um, I feel every time I eat something with pineapple in it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course you hate pineapple. Um <laughs> Ash also says, I hate the dentist. Uh, I'm on board with that. And um, Brittany doesn't know what the shower is either. But that's cool. I like showers. I mean, that's well, cool. Well, when I go to the dentist, they often make me strip down and shower. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if that's right or not, but I'm game. <laughs> the doctor sits on the other side and watches with a clipboard and <laughs> right. he makes notes. It's real weird. <laughs> One time he drew a portrait. Let yeah. me tell you. Right. The size of what he drew was not very impressive in my mind. So <laughs> Did I, he draw I, you like one of his French girls? <laughs> yeah, like one of those. He had me like lay down in the shower with the leg up and the, you know, like this. You oh, know, yeah. Ones. Yeah. Had to use the handrail. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, that's the way it works. He was just like, can you fluff it up a little bit? And I was like, I can try. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. What does this have to do with my teeth? And he goes, Oh, blood flow. It helps. And I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. You oh know? yeah. yeah also, uh, periodontal disease uh, contributes to erectile dysfunction. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Apparently, that's not an issue though, or at least that's not a symptom I have. Well, good. So, I mean, we're we're batting a thousand, I guess. That's fantastic. <laughs> we love it when that works out. Yeah, right? I know, right? For the most part. On the plus side, though, that if I do have that problem, I know a guy I can call. Yeah. He's a dick doctor. Oh, yes. And he's well-trained. Uh-huh. <laughs> Help! Help! I need a fluffer. <laughs> right. Make my wiener work again. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic uh she says you get a nasty taste while they drill and the water spray while they drill oh okay yeah that makes no sense. i so i i mean i've been to the dentist i'm not denying that and i've had a lot of work done with drills and fillings and spray and all this sure. other crap and so i i know like the smell that smell yeah is specific like dentist drilling smell is a very specific thing hello <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, that doesn't. That doesn't sound very appealing to me. Yeah. Um, Brittany also says, uh, "Trained, bend over and please don't cough." Yeah. Yeah. No, you're supposed to cough. You have to cough. That's yeah. how you know, you know why they tell you they're not like. Yeah. You know why they tell you to turn your head? Right. So you don't cough on them. Well, yes. Yeah, that's I the only that. reason. Yeah. I was like, well, that's ridiculous. 
which that's not a good enough test. We've determined that. Yeah. Yeah, that that was not a good enough inspection. For you? Oh, yeah. No, they should have just took a look at you and been like, what? I mean, that would have been the first thing to notice. How did he not? Because it was the first thing I noticed. Yeah. Ash said when uh, when I went first time to the dentist, he was surprised I don't have a gag reflex. <laughs> I'm still traumatized by your nut. <laughs> I believe you are. I think just about anybody that in, in Calkins <laughs> dorm was traumatized by that thing. Sorry. Can't help myself. The goddamn size of a softball. It was, yeah. El Pollo Diablo <laughs> strikes again. Ah. <laughs> I got it taken care of, though. We're good. Yeah. Everything works now. I have two children. Yes. It works just no, fine. No, it's fine. That's not the question. But right. when I first saw it, well, I was like, oh, my God. If you're talking about, like, I don't know who your primary care physician was. They were terrible, child, But they were they? awful. Yeah. Because. All the sports I played. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? All the physicals no, I had. You went through all those physicals. It took your college roommate <laughs> to just go take one look. And that was it. it Something's was one gl- wrong. <laughs> one glance. Like, one, like, oh, you know, to be like, what, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, something's not right there. I don't think he's okay. <laughs> it's not the kind of double take where it's like, oh, good for him. No, it was, it's not that. It's a, uh, oh, you're weirdest, sick. The weirdest thing is, you, you like, you know, normally you try to look away as quickly as possible, and you're just like, ah, oh, and you're, you're pissed because you got caught, you got good, right? Right, you're yeah. Like, That's it. The joke happened. Whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. I walked, I looked away and went, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. No, like, you know, the old idea of like, oh, I got him to see the brain. No, no, no. I was getting him to look at the freaking Albert Einstein, <laughs> all right? Like, the biggest brain known to man. Not good. No, it was not a healthy thing. Um it's what it is. Yeah. I've had plenty of fun medical issues at this point. Sure, it, yeah. It's... I, I <laughs> we'll build you again. We'll make you stronger. At this point, man, you think they'll give me Jaws teeth? Like James Bond? Jaws? Yeah. You want James Bond Jaws teeth? Imagine what I could eat. Anything I wanted. I don't know. Would you want that ability? I don't know anymore. But you can already eat pretty much whatever you Not want. Not true. I don't like hard shell tacos. Because that's a preference. Thing. Who do, who likes hard shell anything? I mean, if I'm given the option, I'm gonna take the soft shell. Right, right. Like, if you have an option between a hard shell taco and a burrito, burrito all day. Yes. It's an easy choice, right? Yes. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I dislike hard shell tacos. Like if they're what's given to me, I won't eat it. Really? I really won't. That's weird. I don't like you're, it. You're an odd dog. Oh, Brittany. What about uh, like? You sure about that one? <laughs> she goes. I like hard shell tacos, and then also I like I love hard things. Do you realize uh, the show you commented on that know. for? That's like, not... I don't know if you wanted to do that. It's okay, Brittany. I like hard things too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, it, it's... hard shell is like chewing nails. Agreed. What is wrong? People. No, see, I'm on. Th- I'm not the exception here. You are the exception because, like, all right, I get it. I get it. I would prefer the burrito. Right. I, prefer the, I, I completely admit to this. So much better. But like a cheesy gordita crunch, where it has the hard shell and the soft shell. Never had one. Fantastic. I, I don't try it. I don't. No, I, I will eat my extra extra large grilled stuffed burrito. 
That's the best uh, with steak. But you gotta get you get multiple things. Get the be- you well, just get yes. one thing. Yeah, no, no you get dude. yeah, you get like three or four burritos. Yes. Really? That's what you do? 100%. And you know the hard shell that comes with your meal? Uh-uh. Sub that at crap out. I want a soft shell. Nah, dude. You, you, get the, you get the chicken quesadilla, right? Okay. With the extra cheese. Okay. Extra sauce. Fair. Put jalapenos on that bitch. Ooh. Okay. That's not a bad deal. No, that's a good one. It's a yeah. good one. I'm, okay. I'm on board. You get your cheesy gordita crunch. Okay. So you get something that's a little bit different than the burrito world, right? Okay. Right now they got those Mexican pizzas out again. Yeah, you get one of those things. I'm a big fan of that. I, I, but it's limited. It's limited. I don't care. All right, that's fair. That's well, fine. The so beans they use just aren't that good. You can skip it. You can skip it. I don't care. I'm skipping the Mexican pizza. Mexican pizza thing. I got other alternatives. All right. I'm, okay. I'm, okay. I got other alternatives. Right. So you, you do that. All right, and then you get. Okay, so if you get rid of those two, then or you get rid of the Mexican pizza, then you get two different types of burritos. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that but you gotta have two other things. You know, just burritos. You can get two burritos. Oh, I just get a crap get the, load of burritos. You can get the chicken quesadilla with the extra sauce. That's like a burrito. Not it's just really. not rolled up. It's folded. It's kind of, kind of. But you gotta get the cheesy gordita crunch. You gotta give it a chance. I'll, I'll give it a try. It's, it's worth it. It is. After worth I it. get this all fixed, I'll, I'll yeah. give it a shot. I'm not gonna tempt fate right now. No, I wouldn't do that. Because no, um, the hard shells. No, but it's not like. Sounds like it will hurt. <laughs> The hard shell's not very noticeable because it's surrounded in a soft shell, which is the great portion right. of it. Um, let's see here. Charles said hard shells are like eating or chewing nails. We know that. Ash said, I had a lot of burritos. Never eat one. That's different. Um, and then uh, the only time I eat soft shells is Taco Bell steak quesarito. That's fair. That thing was delicious. It was a burrito with a quesadilla wrapped around it. Wrong. No. Yes, but wrong. It was so good. No, no, no. See, I have a problem with the quesadilla because okay. if they if they melted cheese uh-huh. on the inside, yeah, then it would be good. Oh, but they put it on the outside. No, 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 no. They put that like nacho cheese crap in between. Oh, that's a shame. That's not how yeah. it's supposed to be. Like. I like the the grilled cheese burrito they have right now because right. it is melted cheese on the outside. It's actual cheese. Mm-hmm. I don't want like your cheese paste. Right. I don't want your bag of I cheese. I don't want that. Yeah. Um, Brittany says other than that, other than the steak quesarito barf on soft shells, mm, I think you're missing out and you know whatever. And then Ash says, uh, please, you have an Italian in chat. Please be aware talking about pizza. <laughs> but I love pizza. Yeah. I think the idea of calling something a Mexican pizza makes him just shudder. I got a funny feeling. Um, Anything's a pizza. If you want to make it a pizza, you can make a pizza out of potato. Oh, jeez. Um, she said, no, they use actual cheese if you ask for it. Uh-huh. That's well, not no, a bad idea. She's right on that one. I just forget about the whole asking for things. I don't like doing that. Um, and then Ash says, like you put, um, I think he's trying to say bananas on pizza. I don't know about bananas. Who puts bananas on pineapple? Pizza? Yes, gross. I know. I don't like pineapple though. It, it is. I don't it have is. anything against people putting pineapple on pizza. You yeah. know, because I, I look at it, I'm like, I could see how that would be a good topping. I get how people like that. Like, I'm all for the pineapple on pizza thing. Yeah. I just don't like pineapple, so I don't want it anywhere near me. That's fair. Yeah, but you can't argue against trying different things. No, but you got to put Mike's Hot Honey on your pizza. Mike's Hot Honey. Mike's Hot Honey. Okay. We need a sponsorship. But like... <laughs> right. <laughs> Help! <laughs> no, no, no. But like, you, you put honey on pizza just regardless. You get the stupid bear kind. You can do that, and that tastes good. But okay. Honey hot, on pizza. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, it's game changer. You, especially if it's a pepperoni pizza, it really brings oh. up the taste of the pepperoni. <laughs> uh, ananas in Italian is pineapple. Oh, oh, see, I'm not uh, multilingual here, bud. Like <laughs> you're using you're using foreign people language, and we don't know these things. <laughs> um, and Brittany also agrees with well, kind of agrees with you that pineapple itself does not belong on pizza. See, I I think that pineapple does belong on pizza. But I you wouldn't eat it because you don't like it. I hate pineapple. So yeah. you don't want pineapple on not your on pizza. my pizza. Exactly. But I don't have any problem with you having it on your pizza. Well, that's my pizza. The you anti- don't get to tell no, me no, what I have. No, but the anti pineapple on pizza would think that no pineapple goes on pizza. That's the issue. Pineapple can't go on pizza. I don't care. You like it, you like it. Yeah. People put fish on there for Christ's sake. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's the thing. You're true. But here we got a thing called uh, Wild Bill's Taco Pizza. Wild Bill's, Bill's Taco, Taco Pizza. It's amazing. Uh, oh. It's amazing. I don't know about a taco pizza. Dude, it's fantastic. You like a BLT pizza? Some days. I love a BLT pizza. I like a margarita pizza better. What, you from like California? No. A margarita pizza? You've never had one? I have had one. Oh, they're amazing. I know. I disagree wholeheartedly. Gross. You yeah. like tomatoes a lot, don't you? I do like tomatoes. So uh, I don't like tomatoes either. Yeah, uh, she thinks that we eat sardines out of the can. Um, do do do, and then uh, are you saying you put fish on your taco? <laughs> I do like fish tacos. Do you like fish tacos? I do like fish tacos. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> Depends. Yeah, I've had some bad ones. Anyway. Yeah. If they taste too much like fish, or if you can smell that they're fish from too far away, that's not a good call. I lost my phone when I was doing the the French girl thing. Oh. <laughs> got way into it. Zipped it over. Uh, absolutely. Hey, anyway, we got to take a break here. You guys are still open for discussion on SouthStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so stick around. The Sessions Concert Series is an opportunity to get the bands that I play on the show on a stage so that you, the listener, can see them live. We're going to BMO's in Bay City on Saturday, October 28th, and it's coming jam-packed with fantastic Michigan bands. Witch Fist, Fangs and Twang, Fukushima Daisies, and Slumlord Radio. You'll find BMO's at 701 South Madison Avenue in Bay City. Come celebrate Michigan-made music at BMO's on October 28th. Doors open at 7. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. 
Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors well these are the sounds of a job well done and that's what you can expect from accurate exteriors tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product whether it's roofing siding or gutters still have doubts check out their five-star ratings trust me they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Discussion on SaltStateRadio.net. That's fun. Yeah. 
I do love Rocky and America. You can't not like them. I had I had a, a very weird discussion last night about bands and stuff and the fate of different people because Dropkick Murphys in their original album they had a different singer. Huh. So there's a bunch of chats to catch up on. Okay. Just so we're aware. All right. Like, we go through that then. Oh man. That takes precedence. Uh, let's see here. Um, Ash said that uh, his grandmother got a heart attack after hearing a taco pizza. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Brittany says, if it smells like fish, make it a dish. If it smells like cologne, leave it alone. Apparently, that's a life lesson. I don't, uh, somewhere, yeah, in there. somewhere in there. Um, I'm sorry, but you uh not free to have pineapple pizza close to an Italian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, that's not okay, apparently. Um, I'm not Italian, so it doesn't, you know, the most Italian I get is when I do the Sopranos thing, which... Meh. Yeah, I don't know if we want to go down no. that road. Um, let's see here. Brittany hates commercials, especially when there's nothing to watch. Yeah. Um, commercials make it so we can do this. So, suck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of the way things go. Sorry. Um, we have sponsors. Yeah, good thing for premium. Uh, premium for every site I use. I don't have 5K to spend on monthly. I think that's more or less like an OnlyFans reference. Oh, well. I don't know. Um, Kathy says a traditional Italian pizza, fresh basil leaves, which together with the red tomato sauce and the white mozzarella di bufala cheese, complete with the tricolor of Italian flag. No pineapple. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Um I want bacon on my pizza. <laughs> and apparently Ash is his is her best friend now okay. because she just went straight regular Italian. Which um not surprising considering her last name is Aello. I want bacon <laughs> on my pizza. Yeah, so there's there's a bit of a Italian pull there. You can put that Cajun grouse on there? Mm-hmm. You know what? Okay. Here's the thing. Like everybody can dog pizza companies out there because i mean for the most part they're nasty i like them they're simple they're cheap Uh, dude i like junk food though so you're you're talking to the wrong person exactly but like you know big box brand or big big chain brand pizza is usually just not that good a quality like it's you know something's weird about it every time and And i'm not gonna sit there and say that this company does this or like this company has better pizza than that company okay each one has their own thing that they might be good at one thing sure okay like in my opinion um the crust not the flavoring of the crust but just the crust itself at like um domino's sure is really it's a it's a good batter it's a good dough i don't know what they're using um you know and i think like um uh who is it um mm, pizza hut has actually a really good red sauce surprisingly okay um so you just want to bastardize it all i do i do um if we wanted to frankenstein one together you know um <laughs> so okay all right, all right so you use the domino's crust yep okay using pizza hut's sauce yep all right uh hungry howie's like the crust flavoring yes hungry mm-hmm. howie's flavoring and papa john's toppings I think that's a pretty decent. If we're gonna go for a chain style pizza, I think we've we've nailed. With the exception of Domino's, has probably the best sausage. Okay, I've never had out of like the the store brand whatever ones or the big box. You know. Yeah, Uh, Brittany says I'm just a human trash can. I eat anything and everything, but maybe like six things, and one is definitely not pineapple on pizza. 
So, um, Look, she... I, I, I just say it because once again, I don't like pineapple. You put pineapple, like I love fruit in general, <laughs> like, you know, the whole fruit bowl thing where oh, you got yeah. like cantaloupe and, uh, you know, grapes and all the, all the yeah, different strawberries, stuff, right? strawberries and, the, yeah. and blueberries or whatever. Like if you have pineapple in it, you won't eat it. No. There's nothing else in there other than pineapple. I mean, it's that's a pretty, all I taste is pineapple. Yeah, it's a pretty it potent everything. thing. That's for sure. I don't like pineapple. See, but, one of my go-tos, and this is probably going to sound disgusting, but it's like if we order pizza at the house, sure, right. okay, um, the kids will get a pizza. Usually they just go for cheese because they're children and that's just what they do my wife will probably just eat the cheese one she might get one with pepperoni or something like that mm-hmm. um i go full american and off the deep end american where i get <laughs> ham pineapple bacon and green olives well, that sounds amazing green olives with pineapple sweet and salty i'm telling you put some, oh. put some honey on that so i don't I, but but like uh, that the bike stuff yeah, it's hot. It's too. like a spicy it's honey. Spicy honey, so okay. it's like even better. That's cool. Brittany says Domino lava cakes are um, phenomenal. Yeah, which I would agree. Um, have you ever had a stuffed crust? Yes. yes. We're Americans. We find ways to put cheese or things in everything if we can. I went broke during college. <laughs> I, I went broke during college because there was like a solid, I don't know, like four months straight where like every weekend it was like they had some sort of deal at that Pizza Hut up there. Oh, yeah. And it was like the stupidest deal I've ever seen because it was like literally getting a $20 pizza and then getting another one for free. And oh. it was the stuff cross one. Yeah, I've never seen a deal like it anywhere. Right. And I was like every weekend. Stuffed crust pizza weekend because yeah yeah because why not you know I'm back You're getting it for free back then man like it just I down that entire pizza right. like every single it's so bad um it was unlimited toppings too like that oh was the my other god thing. yeah so I'd be like nine toppings on right. the pizza uh, Ash says we also have fried pizza that sounds amazing I've never heard of it but I'm totally down to try I love it. frying anything right like fried dough mm-hmm. like like a like a churro, like an elephant ear pizza. Ooh. 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 Uh, Brittany says, pineapple ain't going to make you taste better. The grease will definitely counteract that, just saying. <laughs> eh. I mean, just don't eat the pizza part. Just eat the pineapple. Gross. Right? Isn't that the trick? Pineapple makes everything better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently, that's what we have to do. And also, I need to look up a fried pizza. What the hell is a fried I'm pizza? Sure. I need you put to f- like an air fryer, maybe? I don't know. I've done that with like reheating. Fried I pizza. How to make fried pizza a la pizza fritter or fritta? What? That's a hang on. Is it blowing your mind? I need to see this. Hang on. Okay. Um, it bothers me that I can't see the screen. This is the part where you look at the recipe qu- title in question. Fried pizza? Why would I need to fry pizza? You're right. Nobody has to fry pizza. I mean, there are lots of foods that are just as good baked instead of fried. Chicken, donuts, onion rings, and french fries. I disagree I with that. that. I'm already no. not on board with what you said. You're crazy. Um, but when you think about it, I mean, really speak truth that stems from your taste buds instead of your brain cells. You'll probably admit that the fried version is the lip-smackingly favored version. 
Well, no crap. Baked Duh. chicken versus fried chicken? Are you kidding me? Um, never really thought about fried pizza until my recent trip to Pittsburgh, um, an Italian marketplace. Um, little pillowy pizzas called Pizza Fritta or fried pizza to you and me. They're like, they're like little personal pizzas. Sure. But the dough is deep fried. That sounds amazing. Oh, snap. See, this is like an experiment. Hmm. That's, hmm. See, I need to, like, carry more stuff in my refrigerator and just get, like, a, an air fryer or whatever because... Do you have an air fryer I do yet? not. Come, get with 2020, but I, bro. But I send you, <laughs> like, I send you all that stuff all right. the time, right? He uses it all the time. I know, and I need I need to. I need to, because I need to live that life. Oh. Every time he posts something, I'm like... I need one. I need it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Pizza or pizza Frida. Yeah, that's... I'm kind of... I'm obsessed at this point. I need to figure out how to make one. You do that. You do bring it, it at in home. Here. Yeah, if I do. Um, French fries are awesome. Air fried. Agreed. 100%. So freaking tasty. Um, how do you like the little ghosts outside the studio? They're all from the same time period. They're effing tampons. That's fantastic. And you they look like that? ball sacks. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you, Hairhawk. That's amazing. Um, and then, let's see here. Brittany says, my pampered chef air fryer is golden. I have a ninja air fryer. Ninja. And it's the kind, it's like a toaster oven air yeah. fryer. It folds up, so I still have all my counter space. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. I love that thing. And like when it's late at night and I just got home and the kids are pretty much in bed and the wife's like, I'm watching a show. And I'm like, well, what's for dinner? She goes, it's in the fridge, which that happens sure, on the yeah, regular. Yeah, sure. um, I'll usually just grab like chicken nuggies because I have children and I am also an adult child. Yes. Yeah, and um, like so. chicken nuggies in the de or in the air fryer. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So I'm afraid I'm afraid of the air fryer though because that's just gonna revert into the old ways. What do you mean? Oh, dude, that's 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 just opening up doors for me to just eat. Well, yeah, just garbage all the time. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says it does everything, including air frying a small chicken. Um, it has the roller option, oh. a roller grill air fryer. It's like Seven Eleven. This is the best. This is the world we live in Does right now. Does it have now. a slushy machine? Right? Like, can I get I mean, a free you, slushy? If you, can, if you can find a slushy machine that actually works like the 7-Eleven slushies. I'll buy it. I will. Yeah. Because I there's nothing more in this world that I love than a slushy. I mean, they're pretty darn good. I don't know, dude. I just, I, ha I get the cravings. Yeah. I have to have them. I think, I think our, I think our blender can do that. Like, it can pulverize the ice mm -hmm. so well that it turns it into slushy ice. I don't know. Like, I can make smoothies and stuff, and that's all right. It tastes good. But, like, slushies are, are just so They're so thing. good. They're so good. They're, so, they're yeah. the worst thing that you could ever have and put in your body. But it's... It's not that bad. It's mainly water. I mean, there's less sugar in a slushy than there is in a pot. Let's be I real. No. I, I... No. No. Uh, slushies are, like, god-awful for you. Are they? Oh, yeah. Oh. They're like the worst. <laughs> uh, say our bro, air fryer makes you think. Uh, fry your hands, too. <laughs> Apparently, it makes you think everything tastes good. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, no, you'll need a blender for that. Slushy machines on Amazon. Yeah, we okay. So there's there like tons of things on Amazon. Machines. That doesn't mean it's going to be good. Yeah, like that's what I said. Like that's I like getting a Seven Eleven yeah, slushy. It's like getting the Snoopy snow cone maker. Yeah, we've all seen that. The thing works like crap. Yeah. Nobody Literally. actually wants that snow cone. Your personal cotton candy machine. Yeah, garbage. Absolute garbage. Yeah. It's worth a shot. It's not worth a shot. It's a waste of money. Yes. I'd rather spend that amount of money at 7-Eleven and get slushies. And slushies, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which also, um, anybody that doesn't know, on July 11th, you can get a free slushie. Good luck. And you can get a slushie in any size container you want. So what I usually like to do is I go to I go see a movie the night before and get oh, the big get the tub big of the <laughs> Yeah, you thought I was going to go with the I cup. thought the big cup. Yeah, no, 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 no you're like the top of popcorn. Yeah, 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 you know, the giant one. Yeah. That's a lot of slushy. <laughs> That's a lot of slushy. Yeah. This tastes like butter. <laughs> I, I go there. Oh, my bad. Liquid butter alternative because they don't use real butter because it's bad for you. And I, so what I do is I, I, go, I go there and I get like the big tub, right? I get mm-hmm. the big tub. And then after that. You know, I come up with different disguises. I change my clothes and, you know, try to do different hair stuff and everything. And I go back and I get another slush. And I fill up my bathtub. And you just, like, just, live in just slushy live land. In slushy, you know, I put a straw <laughs> in. <laughs> but where do you get the bubbles? Because if you're going to be in a bathtub, there has to be bubbles. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I got to find some edible bubbles, I guess. Because, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> just melt down some gummy bears and blow yeah, bubbles yeah, yeah, in it. There yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. No, I I, uh, I get one of those those little uh, the beads and stuff that you they have in uh, drinks now. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like the tapioca beads. Oh yeah, the boba beads. The boba beads. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I use for bubbles. I just put the boba beads inside the slosh bath. <laughs> put a big straw in there. Yeah. Apparently, uh, g- uh, gas is where the bubbles come from. I do like fart slushies. It's fantastic. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things in this world that would taste good, and a fart slushie might not be the nah, one nah, best. Really. Uh, so I kind of hate you and love you at the same time. 1 a.m. here. I love your show before sleep, but I hate you because I can't hear more. <laughs> hey, it's we okay. appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, the fact that you guys came in and wanted to listen for a bit and gave a bunch of stuff, that's tons of fun. Absolutely. So, I mean, even if we only get you for 10 minutes, that's cool. But the show's three hours, so, I mean, if you want to stay up until, like, 3 a.m., that's cool, too. <laughs> Which, I mean, I... I'm game. (laughs) I I do it all the time. That's just my normal life. Like, I get other people don't live my life, so... Right. You know, people are like, oh, you know, it's it's midnight. I really need to go to bed. I'm up so late. I'm like, the night has just begun. Right. Like, (laughs) I just turned stuff on. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like, no, right now it's like cod time. Like, that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right like i'm just getting gaming we're doing Warzone now right. bud i just made a pot of coffee bro don't bitch out oh yeah no 100 <laughs> yeah i'm on my third cup of coffee we're jonesing we're going right. for it right. let's get that kd up i gotta get that w man we've got to get to that 1.8 right um you make me wish i have insomnia um no you don't want that you don't pain. want insomnia no, yeah that's awful. not as much fun as you think it is no <laughs> It's kind of br- it's cool for like a day or two. Somnia is really weird because <clears throat> like you can sleep during the day. Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. It's it insomnia stops being cool the minute that there's no more new episodes of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I look at it. <laughs> 
It's like, because every time I've had, like, bits of insomnia, it just means I can't sleep at night and then, like, during the daytime. Because, like, I've had it to where uh, it worked out on the weekend or whatever. And right. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I slept the entire day. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. And then you're in the cycle. Yeah, you're done. You caught yourself in the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. That's... At our age, whatever you do, don't do the 24-hour, you know, like, stay up. I don't try to. Yeah. It really messes you up for almost an entire week. It does. Yeah. No, like I so like I can't recover as quickly as I used to. A week ago, like well, when I was younger, I used to do it all the time. There's no repercussions. Yeah, right. I live like, life. Yeah, right? you sleep for another three, four hours one day, and then you're golden. Yeah, right. So like, I uh, I, I went to bed. I couldn't fall asleep. Right. Right. And I'm just I'm just tossing and turning and tossing and turning. I can't can't. And eventually, I look at the the clock and I go. I have to get up in like two and a half hours. Right. That's not even worth trying to sleep. No, you might as well just stay up at this point. So I, I just I got up and I was like, I gotta mow my lawn anyway, I gotta do stuff. So I'm like, we'll just we'll we're gonna do this. We'll so just I, power through it. Yeah, so I just powered through, I sat there and I watched some Dragon Ball Z and just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll keep you up. Yeah. Just people yelling for yeah. like 45 seconds. 45 minutes more like. Right. like no kidding. Yeah. That show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, so the voice I, actors, man. Do you think they were just red in the face the whole time? Oh, my God. I just, I, I started, uh, like, because I remember when I was younger, I stopped watching the show because of that reason. Because yeah. I was just like, dude, it's the same thing over and over and yeah. over again. A and one fight power- lasts an entire season. Yes, and yeah. it's just the power-ups are so God-blessed law, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. So I, I checked out of it. Anyway, like, about a month ago, I sat there, and I'm like, you know what? Let's let's, uh, let's watch Dragon Ball Z. Let's put it on because yeah, I want to know. I oh, want to see if it's now. like yeah. No, I'm watching. I'm like, this is exactly why I hated it. <laughs> right. But I'm in it. I'm invested. Yeah. Um. See, so Brittany says insomnia is no fun at all, especially if you have an active mind. Uh, insomnia make you sick. Yeah. Um, Ash also asks, do you ever feel like the day is too short? All um, the time. I mean, yeah, the days are always short, but if you have insomnia, it's not that the days are short. Um, it's that everything feels like it takes twice as long as it's supposed to. Um, but she says, no, the days feel long and sleep feels like you've closed your eyes for maybe 10 minutes, which that actually, yeah, that's pretty on par for how it feels. Um, Ash says when he was younger, he could, uh, do a one week party, then two hours sleep and then back to normal. Yeah. Uh, now two hours of party and one week of recovery. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the trade apparently. Well, that's it. Like, so I decided to stay up. Right. And I, I thought, you know what? We're going to go home. We're going to go to bed early the next day and yeah. you know, we'll get some, get some good rest. And so I did that. Right. Dude, it, it screwed me for the whole week. The whole week, yeah. I was just like, I, how? How? Why a right. week? Like, give well, me a day, man. So, like, you know, I was always one of those people as well that, like, two, three hours of sleep, sure. golden. I'm yeah. fine. I can do whatever. And it wasn't even, it was like a year and a half ago that I worked um, the afternoon shift at the job I'm at now. Sure. Which, it's not uncommon for me to go to work. And I start my day at, like, 7 a.m., like, actual work. I'm yeah. leaving my house at, like, 5.30, 5.45. Sure, sure. But, um, <clears throat> like, and I won't get home till 9, 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. That's not that uncommon. Right. Like, I'll work, you know, 15, 16-hour days. It's not a big deal. I can deal with it. It's not a problem, right? Sure. Well, like, I worked the afternoon shift, which starts at, like, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon and yeah. goes till midnight. 
It was not a big no, change. That's my life, right? Right. But like from the schedule I'm at to go to that, not that big of a change. Not terrible. No. no. Maybe a day of just a little groggy. Sure. But that's about it. Um, That was one of the most god-awful things I've ever done. By day two, I got home. The minute I got out of my truck when I got home, I stepped out and I puked my brains out from exhaustion. Oh, wow. I was like, what happened? Yeah, no. Because I was still getting like six hours of sleep a night. See, now that's weird. I know. That's real weird. I have no idea what was going on. Because I've gotten to the point where if I get like four hours of sleep, I'm feeling it. It sucks. If I don't, I can't do it. Like, I need sleep now, which is such a weird thing. Because before I was always like, we sacrifice a little bit of sleep. Yeah, I can lose an hour or two. I'll be fine. Sure, sure. And now when that happens, I'm like, we're feeling the repercussions. (laughs) This sucks. Right. Uh, Let's see here. The payment of life for getting old. Yeah. That's about it. And, I mean, unless you have an at-home job, um, crossing my fingers, I find one of those before I die, (laughs) then you have all the time in the world to recover. Um, Yes and no. Um, Having worked from home before, like, I'm one of those people, and it's the same thing with the gym. We've sure, talked about yeah. like the gym stuff before. I can't work out at home. Home is my relax place. Home yeah. is my my chill, my turn it all off. Yes. And to try to incorporate work with home or the gym with home or whatever, I can't I can't do that. Too many distractions. Right. It just it it's plus it's yeah, it's just you're relaxed, you're in your own environment. Right. Like this is not work. Right. Know? If I get home and I'm sitting on the couch, the last thing I want to do is like pull up my laptop and do a bunch of work. Sure. Like no. I'm not at work. I don't want to work. Well, let's, let's be honest. Most people, when they work from home, they're not like really working anyway. I think there's some that really truly do, but I think it's far less than we than we are led to believe. I I think like and, and this isn't this isn't like hey I when you're in the office you're also not doing any work. This is this is the great That's portion true. of yeah. this. Like this is this you're is there but super, you're not doing jack. No, this is a super fun thing. Like if you have the ability to work at home and people go like, "Well, they're at home, they're just not doing anything." And I'm like, "I guarantee you people are actually more productive when they're at home." But I also guarantee you they're watching Breaking Bad on their television and not really working all that much throughout the day. And what bothers like employers, right? Is they can't see their employee just sitting there at a desk. Right. But like how many water cooler conversations you've we've been through offices oh, yeah. you've seen how that stuff goes there are so many times that those jobs that you you know you're on a computer yeah like you're doing your amazon shopping you're oh yeah there, you're just you're looking up random anything. stuff yeah like yeah. that's most of the day when you're not just talking to co-workers and so on and so forth like unless you're doing a physical labor job which requires you to like be someplace right most things that are computer generated or whatever you could like, do from home and you it could, takes you a small amount of time. It, yes. I'm, we're talking like mostly four-hour days. And when people look at you, they're just like, oh, they don't work when they're at home. Like, they get to watch TV. They're doing laundry and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but when they're at work, they're also not doing anything. Right. That's, that's the yeah. thing. Uh, Brittany says that uh, she's not meant for work outside the home. She hates people. <laughs> and uh but i'm also i'm always in some sort of customer service type work that's the workforce that's, in general but that's how that works like yeah. you can hate people all you want but for whatever reason you can tolerate Disney, stupid you end up being the person that works with people that's yeah. just how it goes and ash says he's also um he's not one of those as far as the at-home people that work all the time yeah uh he says i work from home and i get paid uh eight hours for about 40 minutes of work <laughs> yep. that's Probably more realistic 
than people want to believe. But here's the thing: if if Ash goes to like his like wherever the main hub is, the right. office area, yeah. if that existed at one point in time or whatever. He was also only doing 40 minutes of work there. Just the rest of it is stupid, pointless meetings. Yep. Talking to other people that are there, people coming up and talking to you. Like, you and are p- not TPS as reports. Yeah. You're not <laughs> as productive. Right. You really aren't. No. Like, that's that's the crazy part of it. So when people are like, well, they get to work at home, must be nice. They're not actually doing anything. I'm like, no one does anything in the office. Like, I don't begrudge anyone for being able to work at home. That's great. I would love it to save on gas. Right. To save on the wear and tear in your car every day. Yeah. Like, makes perfect sense to me. Be comfortable. That's great. That's fantastic. You know, childcare and so on and so forth right. becomes a lot easier. Like, all that stuff is such a big benefit. I don't, like, that's, that's great. I just, it's such a weird thing where people are like, you have to be at the office because you have to work or whatever. Like, no one does anything in the office. I've worked through all these offices my entire, like, adult life, right? Right. Not being an office worker, doing the menial labor stuff. Yeah, but walking around, you see everything. Oh, dude, I know. Yeah. You want us all on a nose? Your cleaners. They yeah, know your everything. janitor they knows know what everything. you're doing. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We got to take a break here, though. So you guys are listening to Over Discussion on We'll be back right after this. So stick around. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series is an opportunity to get the bands that I play on the show on a stage so that you, the listener, can see them live. We're going to BMO's in Bay City on Saturday, October 28th, and it's coming jam-packed with fantastic Michigan bands. Witch Fist, Fangs and Twang, Fukushima Daisies, and Slumlord Radio. You'll find BMO's at 701 South Madison Avenue in Bay City. Come celebrate Michigan-made music at BMO's on October 28th. Doors open at 7. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. 
Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy. Around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio. That's not cool. But it happens to, I tell you what, it happens to fellas, too. You borrow your pop's car, say, I met, I met Josephine down at the supermarket, and she's so pretty, I'm going to marry her. How long you known her, man? Six minutes. That's cool. So you love her. Yeah, I love her. And then you find out Josephine's hanging out with Timmy. I didn't pay for this. So I want my money back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I'm your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. Uh, let's see here. Ash said uh, some 41. Is that the rock bumper that we use? No. I don't think so. Uh, Brittany also says, I just need something to keep from prior inter- er, injuries from all my jobs from getting worse. That's why I need a job at home. I believe our rock bumper is a blank 182 bit. I feel like it is blank. So I could be wrong. 
if it isn't just something that like Sean conjured up, but I'm pretty sure it's uh it's the blank one eighty two. Let's say it wouldn't surprise me if it was a um what do they call those? Like a non licensed or like open sourced. Yeah. Um because Facebook's stupid. <laughs> Either either way, if it's a non licensed thing, the inspiration is definitely Blank One Eighty Two. It's it's yeah. But if you want some forty one, we can play it. I can make a some forty one outro for a minute. They uh, some forty one actually just released a new song. Did they? Yes, they did. Well, good for them. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Like it's okay. Like from a band that has kind of been out of the limelight for. 20 years we'll use, we'll use that one because it's probably the most known sure that makes sense one song uh but it's you know it, it was interesting it was okay it was it was decent enough it was better than i expected i guess that's good but not <clears throat> anything that i looked at and went yeah jams man but right i'm like still fully into like the whole young blood thing so yeah that's true you're into that new young kid music teenagers and the rap music <laughs> not really i mean <laughs> i don't like his rap stuff but right <laughs> no you're just you're you're still riding that like genuinely gifted talent train part of it's that the other part is just the attitude love the guy's attitude he's just all over the place and crazy and super fun and he seems like genuinely cares about people and all that stuff that's good but i'm also like going back and re-watching like all these old blink 182 interviews and stuff like right. that and yeah nostalgia that. living well because they're they're doing their thing they're coming back or whatever and they just released another music video so they have three songs that are out and out of the three songs i think one is okay one is meh and then the other one is good and okay. uh you know but there's some like unreleased stuff that came out and one of the interesting things that came out was they had uh from like 2004 when they first broke up like for the first time mm-hmm. or whatever and they did like there's like the interviews and stuff and they're talking to them on the tour bus and everything and uh just how burnt out they were well they were constant that's it like blink made right. it big because they were constant yeah they for... were like just you know iron horses for so long i mean the band started in like the early 90s so right and they didn't stop no no and that's like so 2004 comes around and you're talking to mark and mark's like yeah you know your day you kind of like you wake up sometime in the mid afternoon or the afternoon or sometimes evening you don't really know what time it is you're on the tour bus and then all of a sudden you're in the city you don't know what city you're in you're looking around for the buildings and he explained the thing and they just they're all just they're dead (laughs) they're just dead they're just so exhausted it's kind of gives you like a good uh like okay so that's that's kind of what happens that's it it takes away from the glamour of things a little bit right sorry i'm refreshing that's all good because i have to know um i know we probably have some people that don't follow football all that much um and especially not michigan football because <laughs> right, yeah. i don't know too many people outside the state of michigan that are really enthusiastic about michigan football um and when i say michigan football i don't mean college because sure. uh, who cares i don't want to talk about college football. yeah it is what Can it is but um this guy right here right here drink the effing kool-aid nice. folks um drink the kool-aid of you have a solid football team I mean, so here, here's the thing. If you are a Lions fan, and I'm not a Lions fan, and I'll, I'll first and foremost say that because I've kind of crapped on this franchise for 
most of my life. Yeah. Uh, and they deserved it. With, yeah, about to say, with deserved. No, no. And I've never drank Kool-Aid. I don't care because I just, they've, they, as far as I'm concerned, it's a letdown as a franchise. But people here are still fans. People really love that team. And so it's looking like you have a very legit team. They're looking very, very good. I have very high hopes and expectations for the team. And, you know, congratulations. I'm happy for all of you. I will not be participating in it because, like I said, I've been let down my entire life by this team. Yeah. So I checked out at least 10 years ago. And with that in mind, I'm not coming back. Like, I don't don't care how good they do. It's just it's. You died as a franchise to me when I'm 34 years old and you're in t- my entire life. You guys have sucked, and before that, you've sucked. Yeah, just I'm just saying for this year, and you know, if you're somebody that can just appreciate the here and now, yeah, like, and that's what you have to do. Um, if you're a fan, that is what you have to do, and that's right. okay. Yeah. Like, and it's okay to go through like teams that are struggling and so on and so forth. Like, all of my teams are struggling right now. That's so, fair. except for the Wings, Wings are playing really well. It's so new. Your two, your two games in the season, you can't give me that. Like, it, I can because I just did. It looks promising. Exactly. It looks like they're on the better they're track. They're still building, right? But you know, it's still been five, six, seven, eight years of <sighs> with the Tigers. Same thing with the Pistons. Like they're yeah. they're all like going through bad stuff, and that's fine. You could sit through it because at one point in time, the Pistons won a championship in my lifetime. Right. The Tigers went to the World Series twice and dominated for a decade. Right. The Red Wings won four Stanley Cups. the Cubs Red Wings, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, you have these great things to where I could look at it and go, yeah, fond memories, good teams. I've got to experience it. That's fine. I look back at the Lions and all I see is wasted talent and wasted time. Yeah. So, no, but I will say this for right now. Enjoy what you have. Yes. Look at the team that you have on the field right now. Enjoy it. Um, take every bit of pleasure out of it that you can possibly get. Um, because you deserve it. You've sat through that this this for so long. It is absolutely it, wonderful. It's, like, I look forward to watching the games on Sunday. Yeah. Not because I'm just a diehard Lions fan and I can't help myself, but on the sole fact that for the last two years we've talked about the Lions. Yes. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. And I've told you every like for the last two years, I said, I don't care how the team does. I'm curious on player progression. That's all I want to see because I don't ever expect the Lions to be good, but I want to see player progression. And if we can see that, then that means something's working because that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Red Wings as well. Sure. You want to see player, player progression. progression because that means that the coaching staff you have is recognizing talent and is coaching that talent yes that's what you want to see and um for the last two years i've been telling you these guys are getting good i'm watching these players play and it's exciting to see this happening absolutely and then this year all of a sudden like end of last year and the beginning of this year it's been whoa yeah no it finally clicked and it looks really good um lions game just ended so you're aware okay um they won 20 to 6 yep and they were playing on the road in Tampa Bay against a team that was three and one, yeah, leading their division. And we went in there and let them not even score a touchdown. No, it's amazing. Enjoy this. No, seriously, if you're a fan, absolutely enjoy it. Drink the Kool Aid, have a good time with it because this is something that we haven't experienced as a fan base. No, in a long time. I don't know what this feels like no. to have your hometown football team actually 
really good. Yeah, it's great. It's great news for everybody. I'm yeah. not going to share your enthusiasm because I just I don't care. I've checked out. But right. But as it, far as other people go, if you are a fan, this is a legitimate thing. If you they should get, look at it. If they get to the thing. bye week, which I think is like week nine, mm-hmm. week eight, something like that, and they're say eight and one. It doesn't matter. They're winning this division. You've seen the division. Oh, well, I'm not worried about the division. Yeah. I'm looking at if they're eight and one at the bye week. When has that ever happened in Detroit? I don't think it has. I don't think it's ever happened. No. This is incredible stuff. Yeah, it is. It is incredible. Like I said, you should be very happy if this is your team, if this is something you've rooted for. If you sat through the paper bag era and gone through all the crazy right. stuff, like you sat and watched Joey Harrington throw the <sighs> football around because God, why? Um, um, or even if you want to reach back as far as Scotty Mitchell. Sure. Okay. Like the John Kitna era. If you, oh God, Kitna, <laughs> uh, you, you watched all these great talents and they're, they're being the best ever, being top five of their But positions, having to retire early. Having to retire early, having their talent be completely wasted on a team that did nothing to support them or grow around them. And now you're finally getting this opportunity. Yeah, you should embrace it. You should be happy because this is a legitimate thing and it looks very, very good. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to be sitting here going, woo because I just I don't care anymore I checked out a long time ago but I know most of the people in this town haven't and congratulations I'm very happy for you and I'm glad you guys have something to root for and we need it in Detroit we do uh Brittany says Lions 100% but also the Rams because I'll follow Matthew Stafford anywhere um Kathy just said Lions 20 to 6 just finished and then she said I have or Brittany says I have the Lions logo tattooed on my foot see that's a little far like, you can love the Lions. I'd hate to look at my foot every day and see disappointment. Right. Uh, they're doing better this year than they've done in the last eight years. Of course. That's uh, They're doing better this year than they have in the past 30 years. I'm about to say, like, this, what we're seeing from a team in Detroit football, what we're seeing is something that we've never seen them do before like everyone wants to talk about oh well you know the the mid 90s to late 90s lions were really good teams shut up not really no they weren't they had barry they had barry yep and herman moore yep that's what you had jason hansen yeah well you have to give you have to give the Um, man credit you do but at the end of the day you're seeing not individual players on this team like, yes, there are star players that we look at. Like, sure. Jared Goff is playing outside of his mind. Hutch is crazy. Uh, Hutch is unbelievable, and he's exciting to watch. And St. Brown is probably the most, like... Talented. Man, he's just constant. Yeah. Like, the guy just doesn't know how to not catch the ball it's fantastic he's not crazy fast he's not super agile he's not you know this freak of nature athletic prowess that like calvin johnson yeah, like was. Megatron was, yeah. Yeah, exactly he's just so good at the simple things mm-hmm. that he will continue to be good for a long time Yes. Until his body breaks down. Sure. Which is going to happen. Because that's what happens to everybody who plays football. I was about to say, you're in the National Football League. Your body's going to break. There's no getting around. Unless you're a kicker. Even at that, if you celebrate too hard, you'll blow out an ACL. Sure. Um, (laughs) But you're seeing a team. Like, that's the thing, is when you see the Lions go out there, you're not seeing, you know, like, 
Oh. Barry won us a game again. Right. You're not seeing Tom Brady in the Bucks. You're not seeing Drew Brees in the Saints. You're not seeing that. You're like Nobody looks at it and goes, Jared Goff in the Lions. No. They look at it and say, Dan Campbell and his Lions. Yeah. It's the coach and the team. The team is playing outside their mind. Now, the downfall to this, and here's the thing that I don't think anyone ever wants to think about, is the fact that they have built such a persona in that locker room, such a like teamwork integrity type thing, and such a grit to this team that they're all looking out for each other and they're all you know taking care of each other and this and that. The problem that can happen, and we mentioned this um, off, air. off air, and it's the scary part of what happens with these teams that are like this, is eventually contracts come up. And there are star players. There are star players, and you don't have to recognize them now because you don't have to pay them right now. But the time is coming you're going to have to. And the issue that can come in is right now everybody's on the same page and they all want to work together. Does that stop when your star players start getting paid four times the amount of the guy sitting next to him? I mean, it's a... If Campbell can stop that mentality from changing even with the contracts if he can stop that you have a solid team for a long time and it's going to be scary well but even the the other big portion of that is the talent pool that comes in because where it gets very interesting in a salary cap uh league you you start paying your star players because they're going to have to be paid you have to pay them you right. can't. You can't not. They're not going to take lesser contracts. That's not how that's going to go. No. They might take slightly lesser contracts, but they're, they're not, not going to take a huge pay cut no. just to stay somewhere. It's not going to be like the Brady pay cut or whatever. No. Because you know he made his money. Right. He didn't need any more after that. No. And he already has all the validation that he ever needed. Right. So it really, you know, you're talking about these these guys that are first going to be eligible for the first time for these long term contracts and these these big pay upgrades can you keep them all can you build talent around that and can you build a mentality in detroit that you can bring in quality candidates quality players while still keeping the talent and paying them the right way i don't know if you can do this See, this is this is where it gets exciting, and this is the hard thing. It's always been a hard sell in Detroit for most uh, professional teams because it's not really a desirable location. One, there's a big stigma around Detroit. Mm-hmm. Whether that's true or not true is a whole different thing. I believe it's not true, but the other big portion of it is take aside the reputation that Detroit has. Detroit is not necessarily a favorable city to live in. No, it's not like Los Angeles or Tampa or Miami, you know, where they're like destinations where you'd want to live in the first place. It's not even necessarily that. Like, you take a look at other cities or whatever, major uh, metropolis areas or whatever, uh, they the teams all live around each other. Right. That's not how Detroit works. There's not really places to live so much in the city for these players. No. So they all live in these suburbs that are spread out in the metro Detroit region or further away in the metro Detroit region, uh, you know, that are like a half an hour, an hour away from Detroit or whatever. And so there's no real community building. You know, if you go play in Atlanta or whatever, yeah, everybody's living in Atlanta. You can go see your your guy. (laughs) Right. You know, which I mean, any big city, everybody has their problems. Like, I, I understand the whole like stigma in Detroit. Um, Absolutely. And, like, but... nobody's arguing that because 
there is a stigma in Detroit, almost for a real reason. Uh, for a real reason at one point in time, and you're trying to get over the stigma. And it's much better. It is a much nicer city than everyone wants to paint the pictures of or whatever. But For the most part, but, I mean... That's also just one corridor. I must say, come take a ride with me, buddy. I'll show you the parts nobody wants to go to. It's one corridor. <laughs> it's that downtown area. And what you have to understand is that downtown area is beautiful now. It is oh, actually it's a gorgeous. very wonderful place. It is a wonderful city in that one downtown portion of that area. But the large extent yeah, of the you city. You go two miles to the west and so you're back in what you don't want to see. Absolutely. You know, And nobody wants to walk through there and take pictures of the areas that we know are there. Yeah. it's no just look at the pretty like when i tell you that it's and if you haven't been down there in a long time then maybe you're not 100 percent what we're talking about but it's as legitimate as i can be where you can stand at a street light point the camera one way incredible beautiful everything's coming up and that's cool and it's exciting literally just turn around yep just turn around and take a picture that's the stigma blight it's it's terrible and it is it is terrible and it's an unfortunate thing and that's what happens when you have a whole city that's built around an industry and that industry ups and decides to leave uh, yeah it cuts bait and runs no no that's I mean, great welcome to flint yeah that's exactly what happened in flint oh 100 percent. at the same time and not to get too political because there's no reason to no. um flint when they picked up and left uh the company that based flint as kind of like their Hub. Yeah, yeah. Um, they picked up and left and everyone was like oh they just left and killed the city they kept paying the people that were working there nobody wants to hear that part oh absolutely it's just the job itself wasn't there but the money was still there and so mm-hmm. kind of uh, it's a very weird thing because when that happened also everybody that lived there in the very middle class you know peaced yeah you didn't have that anymore all these people had these nice homes in this nice area or whatever all of a sudden they don't have jobs they can't afford that and stuff they don't have the skill sets because it was a middle class job that required no training really no it required no we'll tell you what to do and we'll pay you well you go press buttons and you know it is what it is and these people live very good lives off of that and all of a sudden when that cuts and runs now you've got a whole city based around that and they don't have jobs right and now they don't actually have any lot or any tangible skill to go anywhere no. else it's kind of a shame so, but Brittany says uh just don't come to philly wearing your team's jerseys especially if you're greenway ravens or basically any team but eagles philly fans are psychos now philly is known for that city of brotherly so, love so here's the fun brett um <laughs> so in what year was that was that 98 that they played the phil or the flyers or was that the caps and then, and then in 97 they played the flyers Dude, you're asking me for things that are I know, way I can't too remember. long away for me to so, remember. I, I can't remember if it was 97 or 98, um, something like that. But uh, the Red Wings played Philadelphia Flyers, I think it was, or the Washington Capitals. I'm not 100% on that one. But either way, they just played them and beat them for the Stanley Cup. Okay, And the family, we all went on a um, vacation where we went out to D.C. for something, and then we made our way back through like um, Gettysburg and – places like that you know um and we you know we're looking at everything having a great time and we sit down 97 97 um and we're sitting down to have lunch at this place and my brother and i are sitting there hadn't been thinking about any of this right sure because we're young we don't know anything you know we're like eight and nine something like that 
and we're sitting at this restaurant and everyone just keeps giving us the dirtiest looks I've ever seen a day in my life. Like my mom and dad to the point where like, why is everyone mean mugging us? Like, this yeah. is bad. You're in the city of brotherly love. Yeah. Well, we didn't think about it. My brother and I are wearing Red Wing shirts. Yeah. In a city where we just beat them for the Stanley Cup. Yeah. In a same state or city where that's a big deal. Like hockey in Michigan's a big deal. Hockey out there, also a big deal. Sports are a big deal out That's there. True, yeah. You don't like it. There it, are it, fan it, bases. Yeah, I mean, baseball, Philly, football, anything doesn't matter. Philly has one of the worst fan bases of all sports. <laughs> it's, it's the most ironic thing in the world that, like, as I keep making the joke of the city of brotherly love because that is what they're known as. It's their moniker, right? Right. Yeah. Meanest group of people that have ever existed. They absolutely seethe, and yeah. you can see it because, like, their their hatred when it comes to sports, not only like extends to other fans and fan bases and stuff when they're there, but it extends to their own players. Oh yeah. They'll boo you right off the field. Oh, look at the 76ers. Right. Um, but Brittany even says, she goes, there's no love when you're at a Philly game. No, I I wouldn't imagine there would be. No. And I mean, you go to different places and it's like that in a lot of different places as well, but like Philly's yeah, they're known. It's, it's not a good time. I mean, if you're going to be known for something, at least, you know, Make an effort and do it right. Be a dick. Right. Like, if you're going to be known for something, just be a dick. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it well, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, we got to take a break here. You guys listen to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so stick around. The Sessions Concert Series is an opportunity to get the bands that I play on the show on a stage so that you, the listener, can see them live. We're going to BMO's in Bay City on Saturday, October 28th, and it's coming jam-packed with fantastic Michigan bands. Witch Fist, Fangs and Twang, Fukushima Daisies, and Slumlord Radio. You'll find BMO's at 701 South Madison Avenue in Bay City. Come celebrate Michigan-made music at BMO's on October 28th. Doors open at 7. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. 
This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in five, four, three. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy. Around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Neposing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Uh, just strolling in. Look, the name is El Nino. What? Yeah. Oh, Hanging yeah. out, drinking in the back of an El Camino. As a That's... kid, was this kid? No one knew me by name. I crashed my own house party because nobody came. Good job. I know I'm not the one. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you. What, that I, that I know all of that? Yep, so yeah. proud of you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I got played a lot when we were younger. You're not wrong. <laughs> got played a lot. I'm pretty sure I can still sing the whole thing to All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh, that I'm sure of. Those songs got played a lot. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. Yes. Yeah. I don't have any more topics to, to, to kind of. you're done. I, I don't think I can fill any more time. Okay. I took care of the first half. You did. You just <laughs> take care of the first half. <laughs> you 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 took it all on. It that's was fun. Sure, absolutely. We had a great no, time. That's fine. I let it all go too because you know. I'll take it. Exactly. That was fun. I do have topics. 
Yeah, I figured so, you probably had a couple. I have a couple. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, and the first one that we're going to get to is actually pretty good. It's a, you're a great basis for this to go off. Oh, of because neato. Would you say that you're a person who has pretty thick skin? Yes. Right. Okay. So I, you, uh, yeah. this is this is geared straight towards you. This will be perfect. This is a perfect topic for you. I am a sensitive guy. I just know how not to show it. Sure. Let's put it There's that way. A difference. There's a difference between yeah. being sensitive and having thick skin. I think so. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this person says, how can I grow thick skin and not be sensitive? And like like I said before, I think there is a difference between having thick skin and being sensitive. Like, Yeah, you can be both. Yes. So, so I believe that I am way too emotional and sensitive. I don't like being like this. I'm someone who you would call a fragile drama queen or maybe even stuff like Snowflake or a bitch. I always dwell on unnecessary things, and I even remember most of the insults I got called a long time ago. Well, you got to let that crap go. Yeah. I can't imagine myself getting insulted really harshly and then not giving a crap later on. Honestly, it seems like an impossible change or a concept for my nature. So how do I grow thicker skin? Any advice or help on that? It's an issue. I go somewhere. I feel unwelcome immediately. Please don't laugh at this question. Um, well, I'm not laughing. I'll, I'll say, that right there, that told me more than anything, the way that they ended that your 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 first thing first and foremost is confidence you have no confidence that i mean no question with the way you ended that of please don't laugh at this yeah like i already know that you are self-conscious about everything yeah and that your concern of others opinion of you is so big that it takes precedence over your own thoughts that's true um Kathy says, get help. Yeah. I mean, a counselor will help you with this, but, um, that's, I think the underlining thing entirely of people that have thick skin or that are perceived as having thick skin is, um, the way that they channel other people's opinions of them. Yes. Um, that's, that's how you get it is that you start to understand and you start to realize, um, that how someone else views you or what someone else thinks of you doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I, you know, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three coping mechanisms for this. Okay. I think there's, it's a three step, three tier solution to the, the thicker skin, sort of, so to speak. First and foremost, confidence. Yeah. You need to build self-confidence. You need to start feeling good about yourself. You need to feel more positive about yourself and how you it's not necessarily like a body image thing. It could be a body it image thing. Yeah. It could be how you talk, whatever, you know, just just yeah. some sort of thing when you speak you emit confidence. You yes. need to have confidence in yourself and your opinions, your beliefs, the way you look, so on and so forth. You need to have that. Right. So, first and foremost, confidence building. Right. Secondly, you said other people's opinions of you. There are certain people in this life that it does matter, right? Like uh, your spouse's opinion of you. Well, does that yeah, matter to you? Yeah. I mean, it's the people that you keep in your close net. Sure, sure. You know. Like my opinion of you, does that matter to you? To an extent. To an extent. But this I, is what I won't I'm give you a at. little bit just because obviously, I mean, we've known each other for a long time. And so we do have to do things 
together and I need you. I mean, it's a lot easier to do this yes. if I think that you don't mind being around me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? but, but I mean, like, if I if I talk to you, if I give you criticism or if I were to, you know, positive praise, whatever, any take you outside of oh, the scope. Oh, it makes an impact. Yes. And this is this is my point, right? Like, that that's fine. Okay. Uh, we had people kind of walking back and forth. If they looked in and gave you a snotty look, do you care? <laughs> no. Why? I don't know who they are. Hundred percent. There you go. This is this is the this is the argument that I'm making. Like there are people's opinions in your life of you or the things that you say that matter, and there are people's opinions that don't matter. And you need to make the divide. You have to figure that out because right. you know when you're if you really love your mom and you know your mom's a positive supporting figure in your life, the things that she says is important. That makes an impact. But yeah. if you're talking about the jerk at work, who's the jerk who you don't like? You no. honestly don't like him. You hate him. You think he's a jerk. But don't waste any time thinking about it. Whatever he says, you can't let that have impact on no. you because it doesn't matter. Because his opinion shouldn't matter to you. Right. Because you don't like him anyway. Nothing coming out of his mouth. Like, if that guy's a jerk and he compliments you, are you going to feel better? Not really because you don't like him. You don't no. care about what he says. I mean, it shouldn't. But here's the thing. Okay, just real quick anyway. Brittany says, I don't have thick skin, or thick skin either. I portray like I do, but I'm far from it. I'm super-duper emotional and unmedicated. Um, she says, "I if I see that, I will automatically think I did something wrong. Now, I want to get to that in a bit, too. Right. So, like... The, what you said where, um, like, the jerk at work gives you a compliment. Yes. Um, you know, will that make a difference? And you'll probably be like, well, probably not because he's still the jerk and nobody likes him and this and that. And here's the thing is for what I can imagine. Now, we all we both know and anybody listening, empathy and me are not that great we're opposite ends yes so, like i can be sympathetic but i can't be empathetic i can't feel what you feel but a lot of the reasons i can't feel what you feel is that i have built up that divide so hard that i'm not gonna feel what you feel because you're not me and i'm not you and you need to figure your crap out and i can figure my crap out mm -hmm. i can help you but the only way I can help you is by looking at you going, why do you give them so much power in your life? And that's that's Because fair. that won't compute with me. And, and I'm a very empathetic person. I can put myself in other people's shoes fairly easily. Yeah, I um, can't. <laughs> it is what it is. Some people are wired that way. Some people yeah. aren't. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And this is uh, – but my, my – big thing is you're you're right with the power over you like that is the question regardless of being empathetic towards your situation at the end of the day like you can't let somebody whose opinion that you don't care about that means nothing to you you don't like this person you don't want to be around this person you can't let what they say get to you right if you have strangers that come up and say something and it just ruins your day you can't let that happen that is just a random person you do not know them you don't owe them anything right. their opinion for all that matters it means nothing because they mean nothing to you. Like I said, it's those big people in your life. Those are the ones that you listen to. Those are the ones that you take in whatever, if it's criticism, if it's positive reinforcement, whatever the case it might be. Like, those are the people you listen to. Those are the people's opinions that matter. Those are the people that you give a little bit of power, and you're giving power to them. Well, and I think a lot of this goes back with the confidence thing as well. It does. Is, you know, like... Um 
like this show, for instance. Okay. Sure. Um, I I love doing the show. I Absolutely. love being able to talk about whatever I want and, you know, having this three hours of you and I going back and forth on whatever and having fun with people listening as well. Tons of fun. Now, there are plenty of topics we talk about that to a majority of people in my everyday life, they would look at it and go, you talk about that? You know, or like when I call somebody a petty bitch, <laughs> like that's, you know, there's a lot of people yeah. that if they heard me say that, they'd be like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, because their opinion of me is something different than what is reality. And that's fair. And at the end of the day, like, I enjoy what I'm doing. I get joy out of this. I find that I have a good time. I feel good after we do it. And not only that, but, um, like, only I know what I want to do. Yes. Nobody else knows what I want no. to do. And so, like having the confidence of going no i'm not hurting anyone like mm-hmm. there's nothing we do here that causes oh, anybody trauma no. because if it did we wouldn't do it anymore well the whole point of the show is to kind of help with trauma exactly it's to help so, get yeah, over yeah, yeah, that yeah. a little bit um poke a little fun make make jokes yeah, and make, stuff make, make it light if we can if we can yes yeah but it's i i have the confidence of no i i like what i'm doing yeah and so if somebody goes well do you just have to talk about that it's like well, I wanted to. Yeah. Well, do you have to, though? Well, no, I don't have to talk about anything I don't want to. Sure. But I wanted to, and so I did. And that's what I said. And there, I mean, like any show, and we've both done this at times, where there's times where it's like you talk to somebody that listened to and they're like, you know, what about that? And it's like, no, 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 understand it's a show. Uh-huh. There are plenty of times that we get exaggerative oh, over sure. things or over the top on purpose yeah. because it's entertaining. You no, know, my dentist never painted me like a French girl. Like, that's never been. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, there's different things that we say that are the God honest truth, yeah. you know, and it, it's really what it is. And so if you have the confidence in what you're doing, and if you're somebody that lacks that self confidence, which that's super common right now, um, because. Everyone thought there was, you know, I hate using 2020 as an option for this, but I think you have to, is before 2020, we all had hobbies, right? Yes. We all had something that we enjoyed doing. Sure. And there was like one thing about everybody that they were really good at. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like you could sit there and go, well, they're, you know, that's that person. They can figure that out. And, you know, it's, that's their hobby. And they're actually, they're way better at it than you would expect. And this and that. And then 2020 happened. And in my opinion, what you saw happen were all these hobbies because people had all this time at home and the hobbies became so blatantly obvious and that everybody was doing what they liked to do that there became almost a pecking order in the hobby land as well, where it was like, this is something I used to do as like my out, like my release, yes. my, my let go, you mm-hmm. know, and build my confidence up because it's something I'm good at. But all of a sudden, a friend from, you know, 16 years ago is doing the same thing, but you're looking at it going, that's better than mine. Yeah. And now you're grading yourself off of that. It's the, the comparison thing. And that's, right. you know, uh, it's a lot to do with a lot of different culture thing. And it's a large culture shift. And uh, you can see it across the board in a lot of different things. You know, you bring up the hobby thing. It makes a lot of sense. In the video game world, there are these they're people, they're streamers, right? Right. They make money off of playing video games. And they, they, came out out, the and they came out of the woodwork during 2020, especially. But they right. existed before then. Oh, yeah. But the idea 
idea of this, it actually destroyed casual gaming. Casual gaming doesn't exist anymore. Not in the realm that it used to be, anyway, no. by any means. You used to just get on, you'd play with your friends, and you were trying to always get better, but, you know, it was what it was. But it, it was more really a thing. social and having a good time. Right, and you knew a couple people who played really well or whatever, but then with this, everything got put on the, you know, the front end of things. You see how good other people are. You get to actually see huge results and stuff, and all those things that you thought you were really good at, you look at it and go like, I am mediocre at best. Exactly. And, and all it did was cut that confidence in everybody down mm -hmm. so far that the people that maybe didn't have a hobby or something that they were genuinely enjoying doing or were searching for whatever that may be are now realizing that anything that they start, they feel like they have to start on the ground level because now there's no, it's a hobby, it's up to you. Do you feel like you're doing your best? And if you are, that's good enough. It's, well, I do this, but it's not as good as these other people, so I'm not that good at it. I also believe it is a, a culture shift, and I like to, like, my favorite example is, is the Jordan era. It, yeah. it is, it, everything kind of goes back to this. It's the winning is everything. Yeah. The Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, yeah. you're last. If you're not first, you're last. You know, it, it's legitimately, though, people now believe that you have to be the best at things. You have to succeed at things. You have right. to win. You have to be top. And... I think it is a culture shift in America. I don't know, maybe even worldwide. Who knows? I, know. I can't attest to that. But from what I've noticed from a lot of people, you know, and you see it a lot, and, and I know we're not, I'm not trying to gear us back to sports or anything like that, but you see it a lot in sports where you'll see great athletes, people that are fantastic, amazing at the sport, better than everybody else, and they go, well, how many times do they win? And they diminish their value based upon the winning thing. Yeah, the accolades overtake the actual skill and talent and the – what they're doing in the moment you're you're taking it's i think believe that there is this weird cultural shift there in that regard so you yeah. know when you start talking about confidence and hobbies and so on and so forth i think that's it all in in general yeah you know uh so going back to it like one like i said build that confidence do something you, you enjoy to. build it up realize that like hey you know maybe it isn't the best but it's good it's better right. than other people's it's something that and it, that shouldn't even be a focal point do you like it do you enjoy it do you exactly. look at your work and go i'm proud of this because if that's the case then that's the win right and if you're like the rest of this like everybody looks at a top like we're gonna look at a topic like this and the way she or he i don't even know sure. who it was but the way that they explained it as well was you know i want to be less sensitive i want to have tougher skin i want to you know this that and the other all that crap comes with one thing that's it like you don't have to work on being more sensitive or less sensitive you don't have to work on having tougher skin what you need to work on and then you'll notice that the rest of this will build Follow, into it yes. is that confidence you have to find that confidence and once you do Everything else starts to fall into place a little bit, but you can't lose it. And, and I'll, I'll put it to you this way: like my my brother is uh, very gifted, talented. Oh, he's an extremely talented, very person. athletic, and so on and so forth. Like I can't compare body structure to him. There's no reason. I to. will never be yeah. that. No. There's just it's impossible. We have a different genetic makeup. One hundred percent. Yes. It, it is what it is. There, but and uh, over the past uh, couple of years, I gained I gained weight. You know, and right? I'm, like, eh, and I'm still not happy, but. Uh, over the past, like, since July, I lost, like, 20 pounds, right? Fantastic. Yeah, no, super stoked. I look at it, and I go, you know, I'm not happy. I'm not. You know, it's not where I want to be. And I right. don't have the expectation of washboard abs and all the other stuff. I don't have that. 
but I'm better and I'm happier exactly. with that. So the confidence does go up and the pant size fits differently. You know, right. your confidence goes up. The the video game stuff, I'm watching, you know, the the KD thing or my record just it goes up. I'm it like, makes I'm you want to keep better. playing yes. because you're seeing the progression of I'm what you're doing. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. And <clears throat> by no means, like I know these streamers are out there. I've seen them. I am not oh, yeah. that. I play with a guy and I go, I am not that. Right. But I'm better. And that's and that's the, the thing. You have to look at it as getting better. It's that confidence. So first and foremost, before you do anything, you gotta build that confidence. You gotta be yeah. better towards yourself. I said the the second thing is stop giving people weight. You yeah. don't they don't deserve your time. They don't deserve that. You can't let people live in your mind rent free. Exactly. I understand things hurt. You don't like what they're saying. That sucks, but look at it and go, who is this coming from? Is right. this somebody that I really care about? And if the answer is no, drop it, let it go. The other portion of this, the last thing I want to get into is called safeguarding. Yeah. If you're around people that are constantly putting you down and criticizing you, and if you call them acquaintances, you call them friends, or whatever the case might be, they are not your friends. No, they are not out. people you want to be around. If you find that you, the people that you're around most of the time are stressing you out, or they're hurting your feelings, or you're feeling uh, off by them, they're not who you want to be. Around. Cut ties. Right. Surround yourself in a positive environment. Put yourself in a place where you can succeed. You know, you hear a lot of the terms of like, well, I'm the a-hole everybody needs. And the people that are a-holes to you are the ones that care the most about you. Not true. A no. lot of people are a-holes just to be a-holes. And like, if you look over and you see your friends hurt by something you said, and you're just like, well, am I wrong? Yes, like, yes, you are. Yeah. Because they're your friend and you just hurt them. Like, right. figure out better ways to talk. You're not, you can't just be an asshole because you're an asshole. Like, that's right. not how it's that not works. not the way it happens. So, in this case and in this regard like do these three steps confidence stop giving other people weight and then put yourself in situations where you can succeed get eliminate the stressors in your life eliminate the people that are making you feel down or too sensitive or whatever the last thing that i really want to do to conclude all of this is just that the difference there is a difference between thick skin and then being overly sensitive yes. or whatever. You yes, if you don't have thick skin, you're always going to come off as overly sensitive, but you can be thick skinned and be sensitive. That's that's not Yeah, it's it's so the best example I have and we've talked and you know, we've even said it on here as well earlier is that, you know, I do have thicker skin. Yes. Um, you know, and a lot of people will look at it and go, well, you know, you just don't care what other people think and this and that and the other. And it's like, well, for the most part, you're probably right. Um, you know, growing up the way I did, I had to have thick skin. Like there was no getting around it. Like if you grow up with something different from everybody else, yes, you're yep. going to have to figure out how to channel that. Like you have to. Yes. And so, you know, the, the mentality of like, you know, somebody making fun of me doesn't matter. I don't care. No. Like you can say whatever you want. I really just don't care because what I know is that those things, that's not genuine. Right. And if you're not genuine, I don't have time for you. Right. Because you're not worth it. No. Um, I, I constantly want to surround myself with people that are genuine, that are real, um, you know, that tell me truth. Tell me honest stuff. Tell me what's actually happening. You know, if it's a load of horse crap or if it's a bunch of smoke show and this and that, I don't have time for you. No. Um, because what I'm going to give is honest. Yes. It, it's it's as legitimate of who I am and what I do. 
that's what you're going to get from me. And so my expectation in return is the same. same. And if I'm not getting that in return, I need to find someone who will. Yeah. And that's just as honest as it gets. And so I can have that thick skin. I can let that crap bounce off. I can let it go away. I can pretend I didn't hear it. I can let it fade, whatever it may be. But I'm also a very sensitive person, which is very strange when you say it. But when you think about it, it's not that big of a deal. Because if you're able to let words bounce out, if you're able to ignore comments looks reactions whatever if you're able to ignore it that means you're also able to hear it process it and get rid of it yes so you're aware yes you're just able to file that differently but that means you're very aware of what's being done what's being said how it's looking which means you're in tune to if he says this if I take it the wrong way, it's going to make me sad, depressed, upset, whatever, which is this sensitive moment that can't come up to play, right? Yes. So before that comes up to play, I'm going to channel this and move it out of the way so that this doesn't come up, which means you're in tune with what the sensitivities are that you have. Mm-hmm. That's very normal. And so, like, people that make fun of me, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Don't care. People I don't know give me a mean mug. Whatever. Have a great day. My son comes up to me and says, Dad, I miss you. You're working too much. That's a big one. (laughs) I'm a gushy ball of slob at that point because it's this is somebody that their opinion matters everything to me. And also what he says, I'm not going to process and channel that out. I'm going to process it and internalize it. And this is a big part of what I mean by, like, the people who matter to you. That's the opinions that you take in and you absorb. Right. And so that's probably the best example I can think of to try to show what you were saying as well. The the big portion of this is, though, like, you know, being that, like, the confidence up, all the situation being right, the people that matter to you, like, all of that, the grow that thicker skin. Don't ever lose the fact that you're sensitive. Being yeah. sensitive is not a bad thing. Being sensitive is a good thing. That right. Being in tune with the way other people think and feel and how they react towards things is a good thing. It will get you further in life. It will make you relate to people better. It will also surround you around better people. Don't change that portion of you the world is kind of uh harsh and heartless at times and there's a lot of like negative energy that's out there broad spectrum it's negative yeah so get away from the broad spectrum of stuff because facebook as much as we're on facebook right yeah, yeah, yeah um and for the show we are but personally you and i barely ever no, I don't really interact. He's messenger a lot, but right. But I'm not scrolling Facebook to look at what everyone's doing, no. because there's a positive and negative to Facebook. Positive, you can connect to the people that maybe you haven't talked to in a while, to kind of get an idea, or just say, "Hey, it's good to see you." Whatever. The negative is is that the way the world actually works is you have about five people that you keep close knit with. That's it. Yeah. Stop trying to appease the hundreds that you don't even talk to and get back to your five. I just at the end of the day, though, like when you start talking about being sensitive and stuff, it's a good thing. It's a good attribute to have. One hundred percent. That empathy. You can actually show sincerity. You can be all that you, you want to feel stop these being things. A dick. And that's good. Those are good <laughs> things. And right. So don't let go of that. That's not why this is mutually exclusive or whatever. No. You can have that hand. thick skin because 
the world can be harsh or whatever, but we need more people to be kind and we need more people to be sensitive so the world isn't as harsh of a place. And so for those people that are in your life, that are that their opinions do matter, that do mean a lot to you, that they're getting the best side of you. Right. Because, because we all deserve that. Yeah, you deserve to give people your best and you deserve to get people's best in return. And Absolutely. if you're not getting that, find people that are willing to give you the best in return. Because even if... and this may be a shocking thing but if the people around you aren't giving you the best and we've already said to leave it like get away from it and you're like well then i don't have anyone that's better than negativity it is nothing around you is better than constant negativity and depression a hundred percent because with nothing else around you you start to learn how to rely on just you and then that builds your confidence again and once you have it then you will find the people you want to surround yourself with because believe it or not confident people attract people 100 percent, it draws other people in so leave it get out of it figure your you have to be able to be on your own if you can't handle crap on your own like your own life if you can't figure out how to make yourself mentally stable on your own then you're not ready to make yourself mentally stable with a group of strangers. Yeah, 100%. And if all else fails, of course, always go talk to a therapist. We recommend that, of Whoa, course, yeah. and so on and so forth. If you but can't figure it out on your own, go talk to a therapist to get it so you can figure it out on your own. And that's that's, that's what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, that's your, that's your building block. They're going to give you the tools to get there. 100%. But personally, I think this is something that you can do on your own. Oh, yes. I think you have the ability to just work on those three things that I mentioned. And I think you'll you'll see the results. Just, you know, build that world for you. It, you will be surprised how much happier you get without changing your entire situation. 100%. Your mentality changes. Your outlook changes. your Everything can change. You'll sleep better at night. It's amazing. You will. It's, uh, it is amazing. So, that in mind, we do have to take a break. You guys are listed open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so stick around. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series is an opportunity to get the bands that I play on the show on a stage so that you, the listener, can see them live. We're going to BMO's in Bay City on Saturday, October 28th, and it's coming jam-packed with fantastic Michigan bands. Witch Fist, Fangs and Twang, Fukushima Daisies, and Slumlord Radio. You'll find BMO's at 701 South Madison Avenue in Bay City. Come celebrate Michigan-made music at BMO's on October 28th. Doors open at 7. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology.
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing, Suite 3, Downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio. 
welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I'm your host, Adam DeGopoy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. It's getting deeper, too. <laughs> deeper. Yeah, that might be allergies, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> We're in Michigan, and it got cold. And um, with my sickness going on as well, I think, uh, I think I got some allergies kicking my butt. Okay, uh, let's... Um... This one's interesting. Okay. Okay, and and it's it's tough for me because I I kind of get where this the story itself is interesting. It's the ending that these people need help on. So we'll go with that. Um, my husband asked for a paternity test. It came back positive, but our relationship was never the same. That's. I mean, why did he ask in the first place? My husband and I have three children. Our sons look exactly like him. Dark skin, dark eyes, and hair. Okay. Okay, but our daughter doesn't. She looks exactly like my great-grandparents. Really pale, blonde, and green-eyed. Okay. You can see yeah. <laughs> where the concern would be. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like uh, you got a little bit of um, what they call a mixed family. Yep. Uh, but apparently he didn't think it was possible that our daughter could look like my great-grandparents. And from the moment he saw her, he told me he wanted a paternity test. Oh, uh, see, that's somebody that doesn't understand a Punnett square. Mm-hmm. That's um, Look it up. It's a very simple gene kind of mapping idea. And it gives you an idea of how you know genes work and sure. how people are put together from two different people. And uh, Punnett squares are wonderful because they're simple. They're easy, and you can sit there and go, oh, that's how if you have a you know black dad and a white mom, how they can have kids that are white. Yeah. That, that, that can happen. At first, I refused because I felt it was humiliating, and I didn't think it was necessary because I never cheated on him, and I hoped he would trust me, but he didn't. And for the first two months of our daughter's life, he made my life hell. Well, he's a dick. He didn't want to hold her. Even if she cried desperately while I was trying to do something else, he never woke up at night to help me with her. He never helped me with anything, and that hurt me so much because with our boys, he was completely different. He helped me all the time and was absolutely everything, and he was always there for me after giving birth, but this time he left me alone, and it was the worst experience of my life. I have no family here, and his entire family, from the moment they saw my daughter, turned their backs on me. Oh, wow. So he's comes from a family of idiots too i don't have any friends here either so it was just my daughter and me she was colicky she was a colicky baby so it was difficult for me to do everything alone and on top of that help our with our sons right i mean that's that's there's a reason that children have two parents yes (laughs) I decided to do the paternity test because one day his entire family came to our house to celebrate my son's birthday and no one spoke to me and they didn't want to include my daughter in the photos that my in-laws took of all the grandchildren. Oh, snap. So I knew it was stupid to keep waiting on them to come to their senses. Well, the paternity test came back positive and everyone was shocked and of course they felt guilty for not having believed in me. Everyone apologized. My husband even cried when he held our daughter in his arms for the first time and I know that his apologies were genuine and that's why I forgave him but I don't know if I can forgive his family. They treated me really badly and said horrible things about me in a few days after giving birth and I can't forgive, forget their insults or violence. I think violence is the wrong choice but yeah. my husband knows that I don't 
want to see his family, nor do I want them anywhere near our, our children, oh, as he told his family. So these last three months, it has been just the five of us. It doesn't feel as good as I expected. My husband is constantly apologizing and crying every time he holds our daughter, and I am getting tired of this situation. Holy I want us to be happy as we were before, so how can we move on? My husband suggests that we should start couples therapy. How much can therapy help? I think it would be a good idea. Uh, yeah. Um, here's the thing. <sighs> Like, you talk about them being idiots and so on and so forth, and I disagree. Uh, it- no, uh, so when I say an idiot, okay, I don't mean overall they're just dumb people. Uh, what I mean is that they're misinformed, yes. and they didn't try to learn anything more. So ignorant might be a little bit of a better statement. I I would agree, but I think that you holding out on the paternity test for a while was a bad idea in general. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand this. Trust and relationship, it's a very big thing, yeah. and so on and so forth. I understand that. I understand that when you say to someone that they that you did not cheat, then they should give you, you know, full-heartedly. Also, though, we all know that you shouldn't be a doormat and a fool. Right. And while genetically it is completely possible, it happens all the time. All the time. Absolutely. It's actually, it's possible half the time. If you look at a Punnett square the right way. But it's, it's, it is very, very rare. <laughs> it's, so I'll give you 25%. I'll drop it to 25% of the time. It's, it's a 25% chance every time you have a kid that the kid will come out light-skinned instead of dark-skinned. Yeah. I will give you that. That would explain why it's not as common, but it's still pretty common. I'm not saying that it isn't, it's not <clears throat> impossible or whatever, but I... I you see, you've seen babies. Oh, yeah, you've I mean, seen the mixed no, families. Well, yeah. You've seen all this sort of stuff, and that's that's fine. And it's it's most of the time. Yeah. And so I can see well, where the concern. Catching. It is very eye catching. Yeah, and, and I mean, your I, mind is going to go directly to it, no question. And I can see the concern. I can definitely see the concern. And then you, by not going with the paternity test, right Only off the adds rip, doubt. It doesn't add anything good to it right like given i get it in your mind it's silly it's crazy i would never and you're absolutely justified and i can understand why it would be a humility humiliating thing to happen have happened and i understand that it's very awkward and it's not a fun situation and it's crazy and you know this is all positive light because hey everything did come to light your husband's having the right reactions now and all that other stuff but by denying it right off the rip it makes it look like you have something to hide at that right. point. In you're time. adding doubt to a situation that you're trying to get away from. And there's a lot of doubt cast on the situation. Externally to begin with. It's very difficult yeah. because if I, if that were to happen in a relationship with me, I can't say for a certain fact that I would not be in that husband's shoes. I can't. Right. I, I, mean, I mean. So here's the thing. And I can understand where the husband comes from. Yes. Because generally speaking, and I know I hate making general terms. I hate generalizations as well. But generally speaking, people don't understand how that crap works. Right. And so it is what it is. I can understand where he comes from based on the fact that he probably has never even heard of a Punnett square. (laughs) Sure. um, But at the same time. Like, the reaction he had as soon as he found out it was, like, he knew for sure that it was his. Like, the immediate reaction of, oh, my gosh, I have treated you like absolute trash. I'm so sorry. Like, just immediate, I have so much to make up for because of this. Now, that's the reaction 
as the other half of the relationship that I would expect that you wanted to see. Yes. You wanted to see that remorse, that ultimate, like, brokenness due to understanding the pain that you caused. I get that. You need that. Like, that's part of the healing process is to feel that and feel right for a minute. But at the same time, in that relationship, you feel it, recognize it, and, you know, um, acknowledge that that's what's happening. And then immediately your mindset, if you're truly in this relationship for the right reason, your mindset changes from, I told you so, to we're past it now. Just you and me. Yeah. Like, move quickly because he needs you to move on as well. Yes. But he will constantly stay in that remorse until you give him the green light to move. And he's going to be remorseful because he's a genuinely good person. And he has that empathy and the sympathy. And in the moment, realizing how wrong he is and understanding all this stuff. for a minute. It's okay. And and that's and when we talk about like I get the gravity of the situation and everything. And I'm right. not saying that the his family were doing exactly the right thing or great things in that regard either, but once again, you have this thing that happened that is a rarity that is something that most people don't realize even can happen. Right. And you chose to be like, "No, you need to take my word over it." Right. Instead because of eliminating doubt immediately so we can get past it and move on. You chose to let doubt linger and something that there's a lot of doubt that would be cast on even with the most sane minds. Right. I mean, there are people out there that take out race aside. Right. You know, if you have a kid and has red hair and neither of you have red hair. What the crap? For the most part, yeah. There are people out there that look at that and immediately they're like, uh, paternity test. Right, you know? like, are you sure that's yours? Right, because the kid really doesn't look like me. There are people, you hear things like that all right. the time. Like, I just don't, it doesn't, you know, equate or whatever. There is enough doubt that was cast here to legitimately have concerns here. And then by you going, no, nope, you need to take my word for it, I would never. I understand standing your ground. I understand being in a committed relationship and a loving relationship and that you would never do such a thing and that it is humiliating. I understand that it is heart-rendering and it's tough to go through. Right. Give the man what he needs. Give the family what they need to get on past this because you set yourself up for a real weird situation and a failure. And, yeah, no, it's not good. No. And so— Moving past the the husband, because I think, like, the husband offering counseling as well. Like, yes, good he deal. wants to go to yeah. therapy, wants like, this to figure work. this out. Yes. Okay, I'm on board with that, and I'm you should go because you, should. you need to move on from this, and you need to figure it all out. Now, sitting there going, I don't know if I could ever forgive his family for the things that they said and how they reacted and this and that. Shut up. Shut up. Because... If you are that much, like, if you are stuck on the fact that they aren't good enough for you now because you've always been in the right and they've made a grave mistake and they can't be part of the family anymore or in my life anymore because they they doubted me so much and I had to prove them wrong and this and that and the other. Stop the pity party. Stop it. Yeah, no, you're right. Because your kids need that family too. Yes. Your husband needs that family and whether you believe it or not you need that family too 
the other big portion of this is that like those two sons they've already experienced that family right they're not going to understand being taken away they're not going to understand right. the whole dynamics like you want it to go back the way things were happy family that starts with you exactly and if you are that much better than them like if you truly are if you think you're that much better than them anyway and you actually are this is an easy thing for you to move on from the other big portion of this is the empathy factor like you talk about them not being empathetic not you know showing any sincerity towards your beliefs what you knew to be true or you know your situation um you need to have empathy for their situation because that can be very confusing for other people. They honestly thought that you cheated. Try to convince that their son, our brother, or nephew, whatever. or whatever, yeah, <laughs> is trying to father a child that isn't his and stick through it and all this other stuff. Like that was the belief, and when you didn't take the paternity test right off the rip, you said solidified no, the doubt. It's there. It's in their minds. Yes, of course, you know, and. Like I said, I don't think that there's anything that's really right in this whole situation. There's a lot of wrong on wrong on wrong on wrong. Yeah, it's just compounding. And I don't want to, like, I understand that you're the victim here. So we're not trying to, like, victim blame or really throw it on you as your fault. But you made this a lot harder than what it needed to be. And now you're leaving the scales unbalanced. You're purposely, you know pulling the scale down in your favor and keeping it there while they load up the other side with apologies with remorse with regret with you know every kind of sadness you can think of and instead of you recognizing it and letting the scale balance back out so everything's fine you're like no not enough yet you see how remorseful your husband is the family members feel the same exact way, but you, because you're not married to them, they're not gonna. You're not gonna have the same reaction emotionally to them. You're not as connected, so right. you're not gonna give them the same sort of. Uh, but if you think, that yeah. you would to your husband. But if you think for a minute that now the family doesn't feel awkward even talking to their son. Like, they feel terrible talking to him now, yeah, too. because the entire time, I guarantee you, they were like, you're with this woman who cheated on you? Right, Clearly, they were like, constantly at, feeding him, yes. like, are you sure? Everybody feels bad in this situation. Yes, you were the victim. Yes, it hurt, and it was wrong, and you shouldn't have gone through it. But also, you wouldn't have had to go through it as long as if you would have taken the test immediately. Yeah, but imagine how good the relationship could be right now if you would just get past it and that's it this is a great building block they're all in it they're in it to win it you need to be in it to win it too you need to do what's best for your kids and for the family and you want things to get good again you want it to be back to the way it was you want to be a happy family Take that first step that's up to you yeah you have to make that move they already have they did everything they can they can't change the past right and kathy even says the baby girl was the true victim Oh, the biggest, yes. Yes, 100%. 100%. But, but she's also is, a baby and we'll never know. Right, so. and, well, she shouldn't ever know. Here's the, that's that's what it is, is that she should never know well, that point. she that's, was a victim. You bring a great if point. If mom continues down this road and then keeps she will holding be the this, victim, yes. then the baby will know. And she will find out that she was the victim and will continue to be the victim because mom can't get over crap. Oh, that's fair. That's actually a great point. So the baby girl is the true victim, but should never know that she is. Yes. That's the way this is supposed to work. Okay. Well, I want to I wanna sneak through one real quick because I know we only got like five minutes. Yeah. So uh, I am disgusted by my husband. 
Get in line. And they're in their mid-30s. <laughs> also get in line. To keep it short, we have three kids. The youngest is six months. I was slightly overweight when my husband and I met, and I was 26. I have steadily gained a few pounds every year since then. My husband is the same, slightly overweight, and has steadily gained. Over the last several months, I have been trying really hard to lose weight and get healthy. I am now below what I weighed when I met my husband and look pretty good. Hey. Ever since What's up, hot mama? Yeah, yeah. Ever since my this favorite. change, my husband seems happier. We have sex more. He's genuinely nicer and more romantic to me. Well, that, I mean. This is physical. why I don't like this. Uh-oh. Yep. This makes me literally hate him. Oh, stop it. I can't stand. God. I can't stand behind uh, around him and try to pretend everything is okay. He says nice things to me or does nice things, and I have to leave the room to go cry. All of this because I've lost weight. I'm so, so devastated that he's treating me differently. I feel like he never really loved me. Oh, my God. My feelings for him have been the same no matter what his weight was. I don't know. I just don't know how to get over this or if I can. Oh. Yeah. You're wrong. Same thing. Take the freaking step. You are wrong. Like, no, 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 no. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing because the last lady had something that she went through that is traumatic and is awful, and right. I get that. Like, she was a victim here. Okay, you, you went and you bettered yourself. You did stuff for you to get in better shape. You look good, and your husband's acknowledging it and actually enjoys it and is loving it. And instead of you being like. Yeah, no, that's great. And appreciating all of that, you right. look at it and go, fuck you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you never you loved hit? me. Right. Like, no, you did this because you wanted to better yourself. And yes, you're getting positive results from bettering yourself. Chances are you are more confident, you are happier, and you want to have sex more because you are more confident and so right. on and so forth. And all of this stuff kind of equates to this whole situation right. getting better. What, what have we said three times in the show already? Confidence does what? It attracts people. Yes, yes, it does. If she would have said, like, well, I've gained a few pounds, I'm heavier than I've ever been, and my husband has stopped having sex with me because he doesn't find me attractive anymore. That's a problem. Okay, pump the brakes because we have an issue now. But she didn't say that. She just said, since I've lost weight, we've had sex more. more. What's the problem? You're mad because you went to better yourself so you could find, you know, more confidence in yourself, feel better about yourself, think that you look more attractive, and then your husband finds all the same characteristics, and you're mad at him for it? Right. You're mad at him for enjoying the fact that his wife is happier now than she's ever been. Stop it. Like, holy crap. You mean you have a husband that actually gives a damn about what you think and how you feel that is in tune with your inner emotion? I'm sorry. This is such a it's such a dumb thing. You are an idiot. Like you are an absolute idiot. Not the oh, tampon. The goes tampons fell. fell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, this is this is asinine. No, it is. You you are looking for a reason to be angry and upset at this point. You're confident now. You should be happy. You should be very happy that yeah. all this is going through. Your relationship is in a better state, but now it's in a worse state because you're looking at it as if he didn't love you before. No, clearly he loved you before. You have kids together. Right. You were having sex before. Yeah, now you're getting more compliments and you're getting more things because you did something. You're feeling better, and he probably does like what he sees. And can you blame him? Right. That's the reason you did it. Right. This, I'm uh, sorry. 
You know what? If my girlfriend goes through and gets a bigger ass because she's doing squats all the time, I'm a I happy man. It, I'm gonna be like, God, that's awesome, right? right? Like, aren't you ecstatic about it? Like, right. Yes, a hundred percent. So, same. Okay, so I've made the same comments before, like. Okay, my wife and I got married, right? Yes. And we got married young and everything. And I was sure. in a lot better shape when I was younger. And my wife was in better shape when she was younger. And that's we just what old. happens as you get older. <laughs> you know, things slow down or whatever. Or you enjoy the couch. Shit happens, okay? Yeah. But my wife has also pumped out two children, which yeah. changes bodies. That's yes, just what it does. It physically alters the way you are at that point and everything. And my wife has asked me multiple times. She's just like, you know, I'm not as skinny as I was. And I'm like, okay, me neither. Congratulate. You want to make, you know, <laughs> you want to get club cards? Like, what do you want? You know, kind of thing. She goes, well, are you still happy? I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Let me process this. Am I okay with the fact that my wife pumped out two beautiful children and my b added bonus at the end was that she has bigger boobs and a bigger ass? Yeah, sign me up for that fucking club anytime you want. <laughs> right, right. Game. Winning. Right, like, why is this a problem? Yeah. Of course this is okay. Like, do you want to lose weight? Yeah. Okay, cool. Good luck. Do you want help with it? I'll work with you. I don't care. If you want to, that's fine. If you're working towards it, that's fine. If all these things, if you're happy, if you're content, if you are, you know, satisfied with who you are, if you're confident in who you are, thumbs up. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I understand this whole body confidence thing and this the sure, whole no, realm. I get it. I get it. I understand. And this and that. And there's people out there that are like, you know, I'm 350 pounds, but I'm confident in who I am. And, you know, people should just accept that I'm beautiful no matter what. Okay. Yes. We should accept the fact that you are a person and you're happy at where you're at. That doesn't mean that I have to sit there and go, well, you're 350 pounds, but you're still beautiful because you are who you are. No, you're unhealthy. Also, well, like, I mean, beauty, figure your shit out. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It is. But it's at the a, same it's a time, subjective thing. I don't have to accept the fact that you're okay at 350. I don't because you're unhealthy. Your body's not meant to be that no, big. You're you're eating yourself into an early grave. No, you're right. And I need to be concerned about you if I'm somebody that loves you and actually cares about you. That's a conversation that should have been had probably about 75 pounds ago. Like, if I get too big, I hope my wife will come up to me and go, hey, um, here's the thing. Like, I love you, and I still find you attractive. But you need to figure some shit out because you're getting too big. Like, that should be a normal conversation and should be totally acceptable. That's perfectly fine. Sure. Because I know it comes from a place of, it's not that I don't find you attractive, it's that I want you around in 20 years. Well, 100% That's that regard, all this absolutely. is. <laughs> but also, <clears throat> let's, let's talk about the attraction thing. If they find you less attractive as you're getting bigger. Understandable. Your body's changing. Physical attraction is part of a relationship. Shouldn't that still be a conversation? Yes. Should it still be a conversation? 100%. If you are in a loving, healthy relationship, there shouldn't be a topic that's unavoid that's avoidable. It should be able to be talked about. Fair enough. And you should be able to connect with each other enough that you can be honest and open about anything in the relationship you're having. Perfect. Like, that is okay to do. If you feel like you can't communicate to them because you're like, oh, I got to tell them that I don't find them as attractive because they're a little bit bigger. Why are you scared? What don't you trust? them with 
If you're in a married, committed, healthy relationship, any of those three, yep. possibly all three, but I'm not going to limit it to you have to be married to have sure, this. No, no I, I get you. I yep. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> okay. But if you are in a truly honest and committed relationship, yes. then you should be able to be truly honest and open with your partner. If you feel the need that you have to reserve comments because you're worried about how they would take them, I need you to really look at how open your relationship truly is with this person. Good. Because you shouldn't have to guard yourself with the person that you should be able to be as vulnerable as possible. No, that's fair. I, I like it. I just wanted to have the question answered, so yeah. I appreciate it. But in this case, like, I take a look at the situation, and I go, you did all the stuff for you. Your husband finds it amazing, and things seem to be on the up and up. Why are you making it into a negative? Don't make it into a negative. Why does there have to be a problem? Right. Why does it have to reflect the way things were? If things are getting better, things are getting better. That's Enjoy okay. them for the better. Yes. And if also, I, If I become um, a millionaire, and all of a sudden we get to go out and eat all the time, and we get to do tons of fun things nobody's upset right no one's upset i didn't think you didn't love me when i were poor do i think you might like me more now that i'm rich sure probably i like me when i'm rich a lot more too pretty cool (laughs) yeah Yeah. also you know i mean if you're gonna keep going down this road and you're gonna be like well he only likes me when i'm skinny and this and that and you keep going to the gym wait till body dysmorphia hits you and tell me how you deal with that yeah because you're obviously so insecure about things that it's going to hit you like a fucking freight train. Absolutely. And you ain't ready for it. Nope. Because you're kind of being a petty bitch. <laughs> kind of, a little bit. we got to take a break here. You guys, this is over for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this with some Am I the A-Hole? The Sessions Concert Series is an opportunity to get the bands that I play on the show on a stage so that you, the listener, can see them live. We're going to BMO's in Bay City on Saturday, October 28th, and it's coming jam-packed with fantastic Michigan bands. Witch Fist, Fangs and Twang, Fukushima Daisies, and Slumlord Radio. You'll find BMO's at 701 South Madison Avenue in Bay City. Come celebrate Michigan-made music at BMO's on October 28th. Doors open at 7. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. 
You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy. Around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing, Suite 3, Downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited Downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover Downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, Downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, Downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered Downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Discussion on Solid State Radio. Down that. Tears for fears. Tears for fears. Um, so we're in the MIA whole section. Yes, we are. And so you even though we've already had two, do more serious or silly first. Let's do more serious first to get that out of the way. Okay, we've okay. been on a serious run since uh, for like the last hour and a half. Okay, fair enough. Am I the a-hole for not taking my youngest children to their weekend on their weekend because my oldest daughter had a baby? The internet's divided on this one. Mm. Am I the a-hole 
for not taking my youngest children on the weekend because my oldest daughter had a baby. Yes. Ooh. Yes. You're going to go with a-hole. I'm, uh, yeah. The, reluctantly. Okay. Here we go. This is messy. Uh, I'm 40. I have been married to my wife, Cindy, off and on. We had a child together who is now 17. Okay. We had a rocky part in our marriage and split for a few years where I met a woman, Stacy. We were together for a while, having twins together, ages 12. Stacy and I split up because she ended up being unfaithful. Two years later, I reconciled with Cindy, and we got my twins every weekend due to our work schedules. Okay. Okay. This past weekend, my oldest daughter went into early labor. 17. Yep. It was okay. also my weekend with the twins. I had told Stacy on the way to the hospital that I would not be able to have them this weekend due to this. I had put my phone on silent and away due to a lot going on. When I returned to my phone, I had a bunch of texts from Stacy saying how I needed to go home and be with my twins and how Cindy could handle the situation. I told her absolutely not and that I wasn't missing the birth of my grandchild. Right. She then responded angrily saying how I was picking my oldest daughter over my youngest and how wrong it was since they can only see me on the weekends anyway. I tried texting and calling multiple times throughout the weekend, getting no responses. Am I the a-hole? I'm still going to say reluctantly yes. Okay. Um, I understand the mindset, and I understand where he's coming from, where it's like, this is the birth of a kid. Yes. Like, my, one of my children is having a child, and I need to be there. Yes. Like, I'm on board with that. I, I get that whole parental thing. Yes. Like, I, I, I can see that. But what does make you the a-hole, and I don't know if there's a lot of winning in this situation, to be honest with you, but sure. is the fact that they're still your children, too. Okay. And your children need you. Okay. And... You still have to be a dad to all three of them. You okay. don't get to not be a dad to two because you need to be a dad to one. You still have to be a dad to all three, and you still have responsibilities in this world. Yes. And it's a crappy situation that you have to deal with both or that you have to figure all that out and this and that. Um, but this is your life. You mm -hmm. made the decisions to get to the point that you're at. And... If it's your weekend, yes, nobody expected her to go into early labor. It happens. That's part of life. So are the two kids that need to be at your house. Okay. And so could you bring them to the hospital? They're 12. Yeah. 12, they're not 8 and 6 and running around and need constant attention and sure. all this other stuff. They're 12. Odds are you can stick them in front of a phone and they're going to be fine for hours. Sure. It's a mixed reception. It, it, that's why I crowd. said reluctantly. I'm going with not the a-hole. Okay. And my biggest thing on this is I agree with you. Being a father is very important to all children involved. And right. it is something that's very important. And being there on the weekends that you're required, required to be there is important. Or just being there for your kids whenever you can be there is important, right. to be honest. But I think that you know this is a once in a lifetime thing that grandchild gets born once that's right. it your daughter is 17 meaning she's going to labor a little be. younger than what you know what you probably had envisioned yes yeah. and probably younger than what she may even be ready to handle right. uh you know just throwing that out there 
I think it's more important that you spend time with the person that's going through the once-in-a-lifetime thing if you have to watch your kids being the mom, you know, because this is the part about co-parenting. Regardless of whether you're together or not together, there are times where things take precedence, and this is one that I would say takes precedence because, like, if you were required to work over the weekend but it was your weekend with the kids, you're going to work, right? Probably, yeah. That's something you would have scheduled out and planned. But Maybe. we're talking about something that's not scheduled and planned. Sometimes that's not scheduled and planned. Sometimes you get notified that Friday or whatever, like, hey, we have to have mandatory overtime for the weekend. Right. You're stuck in coming in on Saturday and Sunday. And if that's the case and you can't watch your kids, what happens? Yeah. Other parent has to pick things up. This, I would argue, is actually more important than work stuff. I would agree. I think you should handle it with the same levity. I don't know if, like, turning your phone on silent and then the away thing and if that helps or not. I don't know I think a greater conversation needed to happen. I do think that Stacy is not handling things correctly. She is definitely putting herself first. Yeah. Because it's not, when you start using the children as weapons, you're not, no, that's not the kid's life. You're, You're doing this because of you, because this is your weekend that you get to be away from the kids. So the fact that he has this going on, because let's talk about this. Any sane person, any normal person, if you got a thing saying, hey, my daughter is in labor right now. I need to be there. I need to support her. And I need to, you know, like I'm having a grandchild or whatever. You'd be like, oh, I get that. That right. makes sense. Yeah, I'll have the kids this weekend. If you were in a good sort of co-parenting situation, that's fine. It's not an issue. Well, let's change the foot on this one and sure. get away from it being um, a kid, like a grandkid having, or a birth of a child. Okay? Sure, we can get away from birth of a child. Let's okay. go into that. Get away from that and turn it into my dad had a heart attack. Yep. Same principle. Yes. Where unexpected, uh-huh. unplanned, but I need serious to Serious medical thing. Serious deal that I need to go and be there. Does he get the same flashback from mom because if he does mom's a piece of shit possibly that's the thing i really don't know like the way we look at like childbirth is oh no it's everything goes fine and they survive and all that other stuff right like that seems to be people's most outlooks yeah which is not the case but okay i nope i understand (laughs) this it's not you know it's not it's it's not a fun topic or whatever whereas if you hear the heart attack immediately that's severe. Immediately, there's life-threatening stuff. When you hear someone's going pregnant, oh, congratulations, the baby, yeah, it's, right? It's you're not much worried. less, like, scary. Yes, right? But you're heart attack, and it's immediately, oh, bad, it's bad situation, hospital, got to go, got to do this, right? So maybe it's different. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's still the same sort of thing. And you're right, like, if she says no to the heart attack or whatever, or she's fine with the heart attack as opposed to the pregnancy or whatever, then, yeah, you know, she is a dick because right. all around, everybody's going to look at it that way. But me personally, I look at it as one and the same. It's In fact, I would even argue that your daughter's health is more, you know, it's, it's your well, own no, child. I'm, I'm is on board with that. Parent, that your you daughter's know. health is more important than your dad's. I'm sorry. That's just the way that's it goes. That's the way it goes, right? Yeah. So, like, like, I love my dad to bits, but if, you know, my daughter's in the hospital and my dad has an issue. I'm going to be with my daughter. Yes. Because 
that's just the way it works. Right. And so in this this case— <laughs> I'm a dad before I'm a son. You have, I'm sorry. You have a daughter who is going through the first child that she's going to have. Right. Possibly the only—you never know. Yeah. You know? The world is a weird place. Yes. So she's having a child, and her father is not going to be able to be there? Yeah, I don't see that working. Like, right? Like, don't get me wrong— Um. Like I didn't expect to see my mom or dad at the hospital when my wife and I had a kid, mm-hmm. um, just because it was we were married and sure. we were on our own, and that's just the way it worked, kind of thing. Um, but I doubt that his seventeen-year-old daughter is married or in. I doubt a, it. I doubt she's on her own with in a relationship. Like there's a good out. chance that you know the father of that child isn't in the. It's possible he's not in the picture. picture. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of factors there at play. There's a lot of different stuff that in that moment, if it's what we think, if it's a 17 year old girl living at home, finishing high school, and just you know got pregnant yep. and has having a kid, um, then yes, I think it's very important that dad is there because that 17 year old needs to have it reaffirmed. That this is what a partner's responsibility looks like. Not only that, but just to have the affirmation that you're there for her as a father and a grandfather. Right, here. Yeah, and just the safety and security of mind of not just being alone during this time or whatever. And, like, while, yes, you can give the two boys phones and they can sit off somewhere, there's only so many people that are allowed in that room. Right. Who's watching the 12-year-old kids? I mean, don't get me wrong. I see where the the like the weight of responsibility comes in, where it's this can be it can make things a lot more difficult for sure. But I'm not saying they can't be there. It, I'm just I, saying the the easiest solution is you watch your kids for the weekend and you shut up and let this guy go be a grandparent. That's the easiest solution. I, I, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm I there. don't think you're an a-hole. I think she's an a-hole. And I think she's demanding way too much. I get like that's her weekend. But there are certain things. This isn't you being like, oh, no, I've got the crap, so I can't do anything. Like, I mean, even if you have the flu, you want your kids coming over to dad while dad's dying with the flu? Like, we make these weird exceptions all the time. We do. This is kind of an important thing. No, you're being petty. You look at it and go, oh, no, you're going to spend time with your other child? No, I don't get to go hang out with my girlfriends. Which and so that's taking the assu- care of your other children. I mean, the it- assumption is that we're going to look at mom and go, well, now she doesn't get to do what she wanted to do instead. That is an assumption, Which, but even a, a, I don't want to even yeah, make that assumption. Let's I, throw that out the window. That's an unfair thing. It but. is an unfair thing, but it also could possibly be the thing. But regardless. It's where our brains go. We yes, can't I, help it. I know. But it's an unfair assumption. But even with that in mind, it's still a complete jealousy thing. Anybody with any empathy would look at that and go, you know what? Yeah, that's your daughter. This is your first grandchild. This is a real big moment in your you life. You should be there. You should be there. You shouldn't have to be watching two kids when I'm perfectly capable of watching the kids for one weekend. It's not right. a big deal. You just kind of go, yeah, nope, it's not a big deal. Yeah. That's how that goes. She's choosing not to take that route. She's choosing to be petty about it. You're not an a-hole. I don't really like that you didn't have a better conversation. But then again, I don't know the dynamics of your relationship. So maybe that is what needed to happen. Or maybe that's just the way it normally goes. I have no idea. Maybe. But her being really petty and then choosing not to talk to you after you apologized and made sure that you took care of your daughter who's having a child. Like... There's no. a lot to unravel on this one. Yeah, there's no congratulations in this. This is just completely you're being an absentee father. 
you're there every weekend. You have your kids every weekend. You're doing the best that you can with what the schedules are and how that works. And maybe that's not like the best situation or the greatest situation for everybody involved. But I think certain leniences can happen. And I'm right. pretty sure even the 12 year old boys would be like, yeah, no, we get it. Yeah, I'd rather be here instead of sitting in a hotel waiting or a hospital, hospital waiting, waiting room, room anyway. for however long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kathy agrees with you as well. So I just it's uh, with the I get where you're coming from, and I'm yeah. not trying to. Look I'm gonna say with the way. data that I had, you know, yes, at the beginning, I made. Uh, that's the fun with this is that I get to make an assumption based on very limited information. No, I, I, I understand that. So I, I mean, I can see both sides depending on other variables, but sure. yeah. I can see both sides as well, but at the end of the day, you know, the once-in-a-lifetime thing takes precedence over something that happens every weekend. Yeah. And while I'm not trying to belittle the fatherhood or being a parent to your children or anything like that, being the other parent in that relationship, you, you can watch your kids for two days out. or one yeah. day. Like, he can pick them up the next day. Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of different possibilities here that you're just choosing not to allow. Exactly. So... All right, let's move on to the more ridiculous one, I should Okey say. Okie dokie. Am I the a-hole for laughing when my son came home from meeting his girlfriend's parents because he chose to behave like he does at home? No. Perfect. <laughs> You're allowed to laugh at your kids anytime you want. You're going to love the end of this oh, when I get yes. to the uh, the comment section. Fantastic. The comment section gives you one piece of detail that changes the whole perspective of this story. Sweet. Yes. I'm ready. Okay, my son burps a lot while eating. Oh, well, he should be, you know, brought up better. Yeah. I have tried telling him multiple times that it is rude. Oh, yeah, because that worked. I've told him to slow down so he doesn't allow to swallow air when he, you know, eats his food. I've told him that this is disgusting. Okay. Okay. My so I hear words. My Where's wife will instantly jump in to defend him. That's where your action is. She will say that that's just the way he is, and it's not his fault. That's a lie. Yes, it is. The thing is, he can control himself when I remind him. He just chooses not to. That's right. He just went on a date with his girlfriend last night, and she tore him a new asshole. It was his first time meeting her parents since they live in another city. Okay. They went out to a fancy restaurant, and he burped all the way through supper. Oh, my gosh. He came home almost in tears for her chewing him out, behaving like a jackass in front of her family. I love this. I heard him telling my wife about it, and I laughed. That's wonderful. She asked what was so funny. I reminded them both that I had tried dozens, if not hundreds of times, to teach him table manners, and he rejected them, and she protected him. Oh, breathing stupidity i said that now he is a grown man and he will learn the hard way that's right they both think she overreacted and that i'm the a-hole for being amused by his experience you're not an a-hole the only thing that i don't like is that you mentioned it you said it she defended him instead of letting you be dad for a minute oh no i don't think you're an a-hole in this situation i don't think you did anything wrong what do you do when the wife starts defending the kid on his awful behavior you grab your food and you get up from the table yeah like, oh, that's fair. at the end of the day, if you say what you say and they want to fight you on it or whatever, then it's fine. I won't eat here with you if you're going to act like that. Well, I, I would agree. I think that's a perfect solution. And if they make that. a big deal, you say, no, that's not acceptable, not acceptable in my opinion. Also, what kind of like trash panda did you 
<laughs> right. <laughs> like I have I have this thing with my kids because we sit at like a pub table, so yeah, not sure. a lower one, but a taller like yeah, high sure, top sure, sure. table. And if my kids are sitting in the chair and I see their knees come up, yes. And if I see their knees above the tabletop, I will stop eating, put my hands down, and stare at them. Okay. Until they realize what they're doing, and mm-hmm. they'll put their knees back down. They know that it's not acceptable for me. Table manners. It's, exactly. it's a serious thing. People, you need to teach your kids these things. Right. It's very sit important. Right. Yes. And I will eat with you. But if no. you don't sit right, I'm done eating until you're ready to act like an or adult. Just, you know, don't burp during, like, food. Right. I no, don't, that's like, disgusting. What are you doing? And yeah. for, that's what I mean. What are you married to? Where she's just like, nah, it's okay for him to be disgusting and not like a real human being. Like, right. No. Like, I have, you know, in the house anyway, if you let out a big burp or something. Well, you can laugh. Yeah, you can laugh or, whatever. you know, you say excuse me or whatever. Excuse me, side. stuff happens. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Or, like, but... you know, I'm not telling you you're not allowed to fart in the house. Like, you can fart. No. That's what you need to do. No, all that's fine. But, like, if you're during dinner burping, like, five to six that's times. That's disgusting. Like, that's unnecessary. Yeah, sometimes it happens. You let out the burp and you make jokes and your dad goes, barking spiders and, you know, all the yeah. other stuff, right? But, like, like I, I have a rule as well that in the car, if I'm driving... You can burp and you don't have to say excuse me. Sure. Because we're in the car. Like, yeah. I don't care. But that everyone thinks that's a weird, because I'm at the table, it's, no, act right. Sure. Or if we're at a restaurant, act right. Public. Exactly. Public, Anything private. like that. But in the car, like, let it out, bro. Well, no, I mean, yeah, you're, even if you're in your home. Right. You know, you're watching TV or whatever. Yeah, your big cut loose, comes buddy. Out, you you're cut fine. out, whatever. You're like, should they say excuse me? Yeah, just because practice and it's good manners yeah. or whatever. But, you know, if it's just you guys in the home, like, that's no care. need to scold or look yeah, at no. them. Because who cares? They're in the privacy of their own home. Right. You have to set up that, like, public persona. Right. It's, it's a thing. It's, manners are a thing. Yeah. But in this one, I'm... I'm on board. You want to to hear the pertinent piece of information that was left out? Oh, I totally want to hear it. It's the age. Oh, how old is this kid? Oh, please tell me he's like 20s. You want to take a guess? Take a stab. 24. Younger than that. 21. Older than that. Shut up. He is 22 years old. (laughs) This dude is 22 years old, and he doesn't know table manners. Gator, like, 22. When I was 22, you know what I did? What? Graduated college. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I did at 22? <laughs> what? I had my daughter. <laughs> I'd, been you... mar- I'd been married for two years, and I had my daughter. So, so I put this in perspective. I graduated from, you know, like that, that, that's the highest. That's the peak unless you're going for, like, law school, you yeah, know, doctor master's or doctorate stuff, right? Like... You are fully an adult at this point in time. You are kicked out, all that right. stuff. You should that have is, your you should have your stuff out. figured out, right? Yeah. You're having a child. You are now learning to do the table manners right. things to teach to somebody else. Right. This person doesn't know how to not burp at a fancy restaurant. We're not even talking about, like, you know, you shouldn't be doing it at Denny's. But, right. like, no, you're out, you know, and lobster bisque, you know, and you're just sitting there going, you know like nah dude nah i would kick you out i would laugh my ass off too because he deserves it i'd be kicking you out so fast it's not even funny not an i ain't got time for you anyway hope you guys have a great week we should be here next sunday i think so i think so 
<laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's so fluid now. It's, it's great. It's so fluid. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.